it is Thursday, March 14th, 2019. And you're going to enjoy today's podcast. Yep. <laughs> there's stories, there's laughs, and there's an appearance by the game Triple H. Oh, let's go. It's time to play we break down all the things happening in the NFL. We break down Mark Zuckerberg's word right, world right now. We talk about everything, including some technical issues that happen later and arise in the middle of the show that is laugh out loud funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this show is brought to you by SeatGeek, our friends. Mm-hmm. We heard a story tonight, Foxy and I, while we were sitting at dinner. Somebody walked over to us and said, hey, I want to thank you for giving me the SeatGeek promo code of PAT, which saved me $10 on my first order. It saved my family reunion. Wow, you're saving reunions. Heroes. This guy was tasked with saving a family reunion when his brother got sick and had to go to the hospital and had family flying into town. Wow. So you know what he did? What did he do? He got got tickets to a game, went to the game with the family from Steve because he said he listens on the show. He hears us say, Create memories and stories and go live a little. So he bought everybody tickets to a game. One, he said he sat in, sat in the upper row, basically, but they were all together having a good time. He's used promo code PAT, saved $10, and it saved everything for the wow. entire family who traveled miles and miles. Bravo. Sounds like a stand-up guy. You know what? I think he is a stand-up guy. And I also think SeatGeek's a stand-up company because they created that opportunity right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because SeatGeek isn't just selling tickets. They're selling memories and stories. Yep. They're selling things that you talk about the night before your wedding, the bachelor parties, the funerals, the everything, the birthday parties, you name it. Stories are told about live events, and there's only one way to do that, and that's get a ticket and go live. You're live, but are you living? Go experience something live and live a little today with your friends at SeatGeek. Promo code PAT saves you $10 on your first order. They have tickets to everything, Nick. That's what I'm talking about, Pat. A little hockey talk. NHL games. Here you go, baby. Get up on the glass. The best experience you'll ever have. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Hockey's (laughs) not around much longer. Uh A few more games, still playoffs. How many? We're talking like 10, 12. So I'm saying hockey talk is about to be longer than the hockey season here coming up. (laughs) That's what we're working go for. A, go see a hockey game. Go see college basketball. Go to the NBA. Maybe go see a theater. Go to a theater. See a little drama. See a comedy. See Ooh. anything. And use your friends at SeatGeek when you do so. Promo code PAT. Save, dollar, save $10 on your first purchase. They're the presenting sponsors. They're the best. Let's get into our convo from earlier. We're in a Google Hangout right now. <laughs> All right, cool. This is so confusing. <laughs> we are back at square one right now. Stage one. Hey, square one's a good square, though. We are. Hey, we have successfully completed phase zero. <laughs> Great to be done with phase zero. Let's take us up forward to number one now. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get to it. Hey, Roadhawks, how was the trip back to oh! Indianapolis? Uh, it was pretty good. It was. Uh, I mean, it was a quick trip, really. Nick, Connor, and I, and Foxy were in Pittsburgh for Monday Night Raw. I flew to Orlando. Nick can't hear me. Now we got. I Nick can. Uh, I can only hear in one ear. <laughs> you got to fuck with your your yeah, wire. Yeah, me too. Okay. As as <laughs> Sorry, as long as we're, it's just me. We're back to negative one. No, you're good. All right, almost done with phase zero. Yeah. All right, that's that's on me. We're back to zero. No, we're good. 
massive success story. We just moved past phase zero. Actually, we're not because Foxy's trying to stage where the camera's going in here now. Oh, oh so- we, we got to do a big clap too. <laughs> oh, yeah, so we can match them all. <laughs> There's three videos. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> There's two different claps. <laughs> yeah, for that, Bailey. Oh, bro. Bailey doesn't deserve that. <laughs> okay. Really? Right, huh? Okay. All right, here we go. <laughs> What's tomorrow's date? 14th. Yep, March 14th. Oh, is it Pi Day? At this point, everybody has heard Triple H's part, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right, here we go. Three, two, and... Hey, it's fantastic that you chose to listen to this show today. I want to tell you why. It's a monumental one. Wait, our air conditioner literally just came. That's <laughs> <laughs> zero. Can't hear it. It's a quiet one. Well, really? Yeah, we can. Yeah, we're it. good. We're good. Hello, and... Um... <laughs> <laughs> right, big clap, big clap. Let's get done with phase zero, right? All right, there he is. <laughs> phase uh, zero, we're welcome good. Welcome to the Pat McAfee Show 2.0. Uh, so thankful you chose to listen today because it's a monumental one. Mm-hmm. This is a big one. Oh, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, there are people out there who are superstars. Mm-hmm. There are people out there that are just as good in the boardroom as they are at some hobbies. Ooh, there yeah. are some people who are incredible at athletes, athletics, and are just average at other things. Mm-hmm. A man who shows up on the podcast today seems to be great at everything. Businessman, speaker, leader, motivator, one of the greatest sports entertainers of all time. Now, he's a businessman. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Top 10 human probably on planet Earth, we think? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'd oh, say yeah. So. One hell of a model American. <laughs> <laughs> and we hyped it up so much. I think we should I think we should give away a little sneak peek of it early here. Okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yes, I think so. Right. You know what I mean? I think we should let's set the scene here. Set the scene. Paint it up. Pat, what are you doing? TV show? Yeah. Uh, this is uh, <laughs> internet. About the NFL this draft. is an internet show. Duh. I don't know anything about football. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. H just walked over uh, wearing an incredible Apparently suit. Apparently Pat doesn't either, really. I, uh, I'm being taught by Tom Phillips. <laughs> that's it. That's, that's legit all that I know. Thank you. <laughs> I've been doing work with the world wrestling entertainment business for a few months now. Ah, uh, mm-hmm. yes. Of course, of course. Signed on officially about a month ago, three weeks ago. Shaking hands with people, making things happen. Mm-hmm. The WWE people are the nicest people on planet Earth. Oh, yeah. Okay? Confirm. Planet Earth. Never would have understood it or expected it. These people travel around every single week, basically their entire life, putting on shows places. Yep. And they're incredibly nice and welcoming. Two, mm-hmm. as it's called the, later in the podcast, you'll hear the Pat McAfee team is what they refer to us as. <laughs> nice. Oh, nice. Okay. That's a nice little okay. name there. Run the quote. Run the quote from Michael Cole. Uh, have you turned any, any any concur expenses yet? No. Well, you can record all this. I don't... Sue got me a car for this one, so I just took this one. We're gonna tell her next time. No, no I'm just curious because I want to see the. I want to see. I, I'm very curious to see what expenses are gonna be turned in. Oh, I can't wait. They signed us up for reimbursement stuff too, so like we're officially oh part of the business now, right? Well, let's we're, go. We're, 
Yeah, and we have not used the reimbursement thing. We have not even came close to using the reimbursement thing. There was almost a moment where it could have potentially happened, but I understand that during this reimbursement thing, like these are the things everybody's going to see. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. you can't just be walking into a fucking Long John Silver's and order seventy-two fish patties and be like, "Yep, thank you, WWE." Mm-hmm. <laughs> no way. Can we throw a car battery on that? Or a windshield? Maybe <laughs> the windshield. Maybe yeah. The windshield maybe was on a trip to a WWE event. Something mm-hmm. to think about. Content. By the way, another video coming out for the WWE here in a couple of days. It documents the Roadhawks trip to Cleveland, Pittsburgh, and then Orlando. The Roadhawks trip. Yeah, I think there's a hawk in the room actually in here somewhere. Zeno, Ty, I understand your jealousy of not being a part of the Roadhawks, but you will soon be indoctrined into it. I want you to know that. All right. Mm -hmm. Little legs right now. You're just you're in the egg still. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Embryo. You, hey, you, they still don't know if you're going to be scrambled egg somewhere, if you're going to be a fucking bird. <laughs> <laughs> I would be a tasty-ass egg. I'll tell you that much. Don't, don't worry, Zito. If you make it, we'll chew up all the food and spit it into your oh, mouth. Oh, regurgitate? <laughs> hey, by the way, I'm a type of roadhawk that doesn't do that. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm happy I said that word right. Hey, you nailed it, Z. <laughs> hey, Zito Thoughts is going to love the fact that you just complimented yourself for saying something correctly because that's basically what Zito Thoughts is. You just fucking get up. Yeah, he actually took the week off, so there's no Zito Thoughts this whole week. <laughs> oh, <laughs> He's out of the country. Jeez. Hey, no, he didn't take the week off. He's starting another one. Ty's heaters. Uh, you know, oh, that- oh, oh, boy, Ty. Right. I'll tell you what. You know what? If you're going to make one of these parody accounts, that fine. Go right ahead. Spell my fucking name right, all right? Oh, no. Have some attention to detail. I mean, you got one thing you need to get right in there, and you completely fucking botch it, you know? <laughs> get your shit together, pal. <laughs> Who do you think it is? Some little kid from Iowa from Waterloo, Donna? Just like I hope not. Get the goddamn D out of there, all right? <laughs> Ty's going to have the only relationship with his parody account. He's going to feel like he's his father. Like he's got to teach him these lessons. <laughs> he's going to misspell a quote or something. Oh, he's going to misspell a quote. And Ty's going to be like, this fucking kid came and spell words right. You spell your words right or I'm going to suspend the fucking account. How about that? I mean, that's, that's like, true. Zito thoughts. I will not be misquoted. I will tell you that much. So he better come correct. And he's 0 for 1 already. So. <laughs> It sounded like Coach Gruden was back there for a second. Well, I mean, he, he is back here. We can grab him. Hey, the Raiders have been wide the fuck open oh, yeah. so far in free agency. Biggest story of the whole thing almost. Yeah. Legit biggest story of the whole thing. I mean, if it wasn't for that, those two Hollywood moms just paying for their kids to get scholarships, mm-hmm. I think that Antonio Brown news has a couple more days in it. Yeah, for sure. Pretty crazy. I mean, you partner that with the Odell, too. I mean, that's just one division. Boom. The NFL just dominating, by the way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. NFL just dominating news. It feels like NBA right now. It feels like these moves are becoming like WWE type shit. Mm-hmm. It really does. It really feels like the dramatics. There's heel characters. There's good guys. There's bad guys. There's evil villains right now. Mm-hmm. There's fucking everything in the business. They all cut promos, too. Everybody cuts promos. AB Everybody- went to Derek Carr's house. What? What? Yeah, they took video. He's already at a Derek Carr's house hanging out. They said bro to each other about 30 times. Yeah. Hey, bro, that's a storyline now because he talks shit about his old team not hanging out at his house, Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
next episode of the reality show, boom, I'm at my new quarterback's house. That's like an ex-girlfriend, new girlfriend thing. And guess what? Every motherfucker's watching it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, apparently he was late for his uh, opening presser, too, because he was busy getting a haircut. Old Antonio Brown there. That makes sense. Oh, well, his hair is a thing. I saw ESPN tweeted nine different hairstyles and said, uh, which one's fave? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so he had some choices. He had to make a decision there. He does have some good hair. You remember that fucking square top one? Or oh, yeah. The Lego cut? The Lego cut. That was that. I like that a lot. You know what? Because he was a missing puzzle piece. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was a missing puzzle piece. Hey, he looked good, though. He cleaned up his act. He got rid of the stash. He just had a normal stash. His hair was clean. He looked like a kid on the first day of school. I'm happy. I'm happy that he's back there, Ty. You said that Gruden was that you're doing by telling Antonio Brown to kind of clean it up for the first day of the job there, the first presser. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I'll tell you what, man. He shows up 45 minutes late again. I'll cut his ass. I don't. Uh, you know, <laughs> I, I don't, don't think that's accurate. Duh, <laughs> watch me. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Khalil Mack thought he was bigger than the team. Guess where he's at? You know, gone. I, but there's rumors that the two guys you decided to trade out of there had the same agent, which would be the person you'd be working with through this entire deal. Is there a little beef with that agent? What did he, he didn't like Hooters. He didn't like John Gruden. He didn't like the fired football coaches of America or whatever it is. Well, I don't know. You know, I mean, the first day of training camp, the guy comes in here. He's a little sawed off fucking. He's eyeing me, you know. <laughs> All practice, he's eyeing me. He's jabbing. He's talking shit to the media. So, you know, he's. I'm done with him, you know. Get him out of here. Get his clients out of here. They're not grinders. The crazy thing about that is, the greatest thing about that is, there's a chance that that is what happened. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that true, though? I like, mean, probably. There's, there's a chance that he, I don't know, obviously he didn't appreciate them on his team. He wanted new guys, maybe build a whole new legacy, a whole new team. I don't know. Because some people say that down in Tampa, some people say Gruden built the team that Dungey won with, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But Dungey coached a winner here in Indy, too. So I think Dungey definitely proved his worth. But I do think that was something that was said about the teams. I wonder if Gruden has something for, like, building his own team, you know? Like yeah, I've, I feel like that's something that he, uh, especially because it's a 10-year contract, you know? So you come in and you win with Amari Cooper and Derek Carr and Khalil Mack. But the thought is, well, you didn't even draft those guys, right? I mean, that's why you go after all the You have to keep them forever too if you win early in your career you're married to these guys that you didn't bring in so he just tried to get rid of them as fast as possible that's definitely an ego thing but it's you can see why he did what he did if you're looking at it from that standpoint mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well i mean you know 100, 100 million dollar man he's gonna have a little bit of an ego mr gruden no hey they're talking about banks and shit like al davis has got to go to regular ass banks like, <laughs> yeah. hey i'm flying southwest tomorrow i'm pissed <laughs> Did you see that? Yeah, that's absurd. Wait, well, paid, what is this? He paid a coach $100 million, and now he's taking out loans and shit from banks, and he's flying southwest to Las Vegas. Now, granted, hey, listen, southwest, if it gets me home tomorrow, that's a huge if, obviously, but if it gets me home tomorrow, I'm very thankful for its service. I've taken southwest numerous times to Vegas and places in, in the southwest. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, of course. But I don't think people are – uh, like seeking to fly on Southwest. <laughs> no. I, I don't think that is something that if now granted, this is just like that billionaires conversation that we had just a few weeks ago when something allegedly came up. 
I don't think I fully understand how these billionaires operate as billionaires. I, I feel like all they have to do is have a garage sale. <laughs> you know? Like a billion dollar garage sale? Can you imagine how much money you'd make? Do you know how many jumpsuits old Al Davis probably has to sell? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You could literally make a mill back in like four days of garage sales. But now he still owes $99 million to Gruden. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that sucks. Yeah, I don't know how many uh, NFL owners are flying southwest from game to game. That's pretty wild. How is it game to game? Well, I mean, if he's flying around in the offseason, I'm sure he's either taking the team plane, right, during the regular season then? I, would, I, would, I don't know, man. It was always funny watching the Thursday planes take off in front of us. It was always funny. It's like, Phew, there's the difference. <laughs> <laughs> that plane right there pays everybody in this plane right here. Okay, you guys take off first for sure. Yeah. That's fucking awesome. That's where you need to get to. Al Davis is trying to get there too. Mm -hmm. Maybe he's Al trying Davis. to say he's a man of the people, though. I agree. I respect it, man. He gets haircuts and great clips, I think. If we yep. look at it, it's, it's basic old bowl cut right there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> what if they became a good team, though? I think it's possible. They got to add some guys on defense, right? They've only gone what left left tackle with Trent Brown, and then they also got Tyrell Williams today. So they got two wide receivers in free agency. That's insane to think. That's Spire two wide banana, bro. Let's mm -hmm. yep. get these weapons out here so we can play seven on seven and see what <laughs> happens in the offensive line. Cleveland Browns, holy fuck! Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! The Cleveland Browns. Hey, what a day! Yeah, shut down the internet. I mean, it was two firsts, right? I mean, Jabril Peppers is a first-round draft pick. Yeah, he yep. was. He's playing well, too. Evan Foxy mentioned that. Jabril Peppers is – Jabril – you get it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jabril Peppers was a first-round pick, another first-round pick, and then something else, right? Yeah, yeah, and then it was a third round next year, I think. So I'm talking – that's two firsts and a third. That's a pretty fucking good – if you're Odell Beckham, you got to feel like you're the, the – I mean, you're walking into a team that literally just traded two first-rounders and a third for you. That's two franchise players. That's who you're supposed to pick up in the first round. Mm -hmm. You're supposed to be a two-franchise player and then a possible huge player for you as a third. That's how much they value you and are willing to put in to get you. you got to feel good going in there. I think him and Jarvis will keep each other humble, too, and they'll compete with each other. That Jarvis Landry speech in the fucking locker room, or in the team meeting room, what like day three or something? Yep. But not fucking around. Mm -hmm. That's a huge ordeal if him and if they're together. You know, Odell. I don't know if he's the most competitive human being on earth. I know if you're that great, you have to be competitive and you have to work hard. But it's always nice to have a friend in there with you who pushes you to be better. You know what I mean? Like that's those are good people to be around. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Yeah, lions want to walk with lions. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. like that's a, if you want to really go. So that could be good for Odell. Baker Mayfield's got the swag to handle it all. There was a lot of talk that Odell wants more money and that he would try and pull something to restructure his deal, but I don't know. It's I think that says a lot if he shows up and doesn't do that, plays a season, and then th thinks about it. He's boys with Jarvis, right? Yeah. yeah. So if Jarvis and the Browns get along well, which I'm assuming they do. You would think. I'd say so. I haven't heard anything negative. Let's assume that if you and me are boys – Real tight, college roommate tight, mm -hmm. boys, boys. And I have a little beef about money. I'm assuming my boy, though, is like, hey, let's go get it, though. Like, hey, at least show up and work. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, let's do it. 
You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think that goes a long way having like a, your your best friend on a team. Like I think it really helps out a lot, especially as adults. Now, like if you look at it as like high school best friends, you're not looking at it right where they like could be drama or beef. But if they're like grown up adult friends and really tight, this is going to be a great competition between both of them to, and hopefully make that team better. And Baker seems like the right guy to be driving the ship. I like the Browns. I like the Browns before this. I said they were going to win the North before this. Mm-hmm. I like them even more now. I mean, that's a dynamic player. What? He's only going to play like 11 games a year, right? Probably. I, uh, yeah, I think. I mean, he only played like 12 last year. Yeah, he, he gets hurt here and there, basically. But he's, you don't need him, right? Because mm-hmm. you still got Jarvis. You still got. Um, Who's the tight end for that? Njoku. Njoku, yeah. No joke. Let's hope that the jugs machine is a punishment to that motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, man. And then Kareem Hunt, be- whenever he gets back. Yeah. No way he comes back next year, though, right? Yeah. Kareem I- Hunt? I bet he gets yeah. suspended like six games and yeah, then comes back. Yeah, I think back. he'll come back. They have Nick Chubb, too, even if he doesn't. Hey, he was the first-round draft pick, too. He was picking up his own luggage at the airport, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. That was Hugh Jackson's team, bro. <laughs> yeah, what do, you, what do you think he's thinking right now, now that Dorsey's making all these moves without him? Hugh Jackson? Yeah. Well, what, they wouldn't even tell Hugh Jackson what they were doing, right? Because Dorsey thought Hugh Jackson would tell the media. Yeah, he's yep. leaking it. That relationship's been fucked. Did you hear about the petition for getting uh, hard knocks back-to-back seasons for the Browns? Are the Browns pushing it, or is everybody else pushing it? I think everybody else, but I can only imagine how like electric would be in the locker room for that. I'll be excited to see how it all plays out. Yeah, it'll be interesting, especially... They have a couple of DBs that like to fight, right? Mm-hmm. They had a rookie. I forget his name, but he was number 39 or something. He, he was mixing it up. That's big for practice and training camp and shit, having those dudes that like to fight in there with Odell and Jarvis, too. Mm-hmm. Yep. You think Odell's going to throw fist? I, I think it's going to be interesting because sometimes... I don't know. It seemed as if sometimes... Sometimes those really good guys, like, they go against each other. The like corners and the wide receivers, you mean? Yeah, like, sometimes there's, like, all right, when this guy's up, but he goes. It's, like, one of those things, the best versus the best, you know? Like, and I assume that there's some sort of, I don't want to say relationship, but I assume there's some understanding between them. Like, hey, this is how this goes. Like, this doesn't happen. This happens. Like, when that guy went low or whatever he did, the Jarvis Landry pissed him off. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he threw the ball at him. Yeah, like, that's a real thing because – like, hey, none of us want to get fucking hurt out here. So there's some rules. Like, hey, we can get better without getting hurt here because there's, A, a lot of money on the line. B, we are really trying to get better here so we can get more reps in and not get fucking hurt. So there's, like, a real understanding. Like, stay up. Like, don't – there's no there's no beef here. This is not the way this thing goes, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'll be excited to see how that team's handled. Freddie Kitchens, right? It's the first time being a head coach. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Hey, boys, we're on a roll today. We're doing what we do. Oh, yeah. Going to be tired after this, and I can't wait to get the best (laughs) sleep of my life because everywhere I go, I make sure there's only one thing there with me. What's that? What's that, Pat? A little bit of a delaying question. It didn't really seem like you guys were that intrigued, but (laughs) (laughs) hey, man, it's so hot in Orlando. How How hot hot is is it? it? Hey, man, my aunt is so dumb. How How dumb dumb is she? (laughs) Love this game. Man, everywhere I go, I make sure there's one thing with me. And what is that? What is that that one thing, Pat? (laughs) (laughs) It's my Lisa mattress. Oh, Oh, yeah. Oh, man. (laughs) 
an ad read. <laughs> the reaction from you guys was next level right there. Just the, the absolute bewilderment by you guys in the studio because everybody knows when I rest, I like to rest, and I can only rest on the best, and the best is Lisa Mattress. So oh, yeah. I make sure it's everywhere that I nest. So it's the only thing that I can very do. It. This isn't even in jest. This is or a test. Good rebound. <laughs> and the Lisa Mattress can show up at your house too, just like it shows up everywhere I go. Because when you order from Lisa.com/slash/McAfee, not only do you get fifteen percent off, but the bed that you buy that is incredibly comfortable, fifteen percent off, and also shows up at your doorstep. Wow. Right, you don't have to go to any creepy bed stores. You don't have to roll around in other people's lice. You just get the order. Know that the bed is going to be incredible because it's been tested and it's going to show up right at your doorstep. And unpacking it from the box that it shows up in is half the fun. It takes less than how long time? Yeah, it's about two minutes. Listen to us. We know something about sleep. Mm-hmm. Oh man! And we get our best sleep on our Lisa mattresses. L e e s a dot com forward slash, which we talked about. Looks like the line is leaning forward like a dance move that a guy that we used to talk about would do. Yep. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Like, like the Kyrie thing. Forward slash McAfee. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com forward slash McAfee. 15% off now. Everybody's coming out to your Steelers, Nick. Everybody's Hey, man, Dick, that's, that's what happens. against the fence this morning just fucking swinging it. <laughs> <laughs> fucking swinging it. Yeah, man, everyone got better in that division, including the Ravens now, too. The Ravens even got better. The Ravens got who? Earl Thomas. Earl Thomas, and they got uh, Mark Ingram, too. They lost a lot of guys on defense. Yeah, I don't though. know if they got better. I think they I think they made some good signings to replace some guys they lost, and I think they're still a good team. I don't know if they got better no, necessarily. Yeah, no way they got better overall, but today in general, or yesterday rather, they I mean, they lost all four hey, of their best players. Are you worried about your mother, you? Huh? You can you can deflect better than most humans I've ever seen in my entire life. It's unreal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. For, but I'm. But that's because I gotta be zero specific. conscious too. Like zero conscience. I mean, it just it comes something. You say something, everybody just flips around and sends it right back, and you just have this incredible ability just to be like, whoop, somebody else. Did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, but but I have a point there too, though. I mean, they the Ravens, did lose. The Ravens got better. Nick and Ty point out obvious false flags in your statement you turn around today though like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was they are better to... today than they were yesterday yes. you are correct uh-huh and the Steelers so, still aren't so they did get better mm-hmm. listen the, the Steelers grow from within everybody knows that they've got Juju they've got Connor they've got guys promising young talent O-line still good they got TJ Watt they're gonna have 10 picks in this draft this is what they do they need guys to step up and produce and if they can't they'll be in trouble but <laughs> Maybe they can. Uh, we thought about that. I agree. We thought about maybe these guys can play. Every team, it's going to be so interesting. I've been saying this for a while now. I've been saying this for a while now. Any rookie quarterback that shows just a glimmer of hope, just a glimmer of hope, mm-hmm. is going to get offers and opportunities with very high-profile guys at the ends of their careers. Yes. Or second halves of their careers. Uh-huh. Because it's going to get to the point where you're not going to be able to pay 
these talented superstars who are their own brand in of themselves, the amount of money that people have been paying them in the past, you're going to have to pay them more or they'll go make more money doing something else. Mm-hmm. These motherfuckers will start a, a merch company online and make a lot of money when they've already made a lot of money or they'll rap and do a couple concerts and make a lot of money still. We're in a world now where the ability to have a large amount of followers is directly in tell with how much money you can possibly make. And a lot of these big superstar wide receivers who NFL teams may not want to pay the amount of money they want to pay them, I think a lot of them see a lot of opportunity off the field. And they think to themselves, well, if they won't pay this, I can go make money somewhere else. Will it be the exact amount of money? No, but it's also not getting banged up, bruised. You're not in the meeting rooms for nine, ten hours a day. You're not doing that for six months. You're not on the road. You can do other stuff. I think we're in an interesting time right now where people are going to be able to control their leverage strictly because they know they have options. And you're, you're right about that in the sense that like, as much as I dislike the Browns, they are, I respect what they're doing, going for it with the window they have here with that rookie contract. Yeah. This is, this is um, McVay, man. This is what McVay and them did. They just brought in a bunch of superstars because they had a little bit of glimmer of a hope. McVay was this genius offensive mind. They had a young quarterback. They had a lot of money, and they were in Los Angeles. I mean, that fucking helps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the, the money to spend on people around the quarterback, that just shows a little bit of hope and the ability to recruit guys. Because now it's a big deal on whether or not somebody wants to go. John Clayton said on Tuesday's show that whenever Antonio Brown heard he was going to Buffalo, he started putting pictures of what he thought Buffalo was, just shitting all over an entire town. Yeah, <laughs> yep. And that trade deal stopped immediately. I mean, I think it's just we're in a very different world now where it's like recruiting matters. The amount of money definitely matters. If friends are there or not matters. I think there's a lot of stuff that's coming into play, and it's going to be interesting watching the chess being played by all the NFL coaches Mm -hmm. because there was a video that hit the internet today about how if you go to New England, you get rich. Yep. You get rich. That's going to be something people are going to think about too, but then once they get rich – then they're going to end up probably going to a team with a young quarterback after they get rich, after leaving New England and winning and whatever. It's just there's so many moves being made. I don't know if there's going to be any more middle of the pack anymore. Yeah, it's very interesting. I saw today uh, Le'Veon Bell makes the same amount of money as Kelly Olynyk, who's like a second-string center in the NBA. Do you think that the NFL could raise the cap or something? Because it's ridiculous, really. Well, I don't know how any of that is going to work. The business side of the NFL is so impressive on the NFL side. Yeah, They have an ability to rake in cash from everybody, everybody, TVs, cities, states. I mean, probably the national government is giving them money somehow. Mm-hmm. I mean, they have the business sense and the ability to do whatever they want, but there's also a lot more people involved in an NFL team, right. a lot more. So that's always their argument is there's a lot of people we're paying, which is true because it, in an NBA arena, I guess there is as well, but everything has to be doubled or tripled because of the amount of people on yeah, and the roster, doctors, trainers, physical therapists, yeah. chefs, you got sales. It's an entire universe in of itself, right? But it's a huge one because the team's so large and the stadiums are so large. So what's yeah. the NFL so going to do for that though? Like, to like, what's that? Are they going to make like a love bell rule so like these players don't, can't do that? I have no idea what they're going to do, man. I honestly have no idea. I think what's going to have to happen is quarterbacks are going to have to be moved into their own thing where it's like a slotted payment. Like, hey, if you're if you want to give them let's do like if you want to give them an elite contract, yeah. It's this. If you want to give them like a um you like you slot them into like three categories. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. 
So it's like, boom, and that's in their own thing. That's just if you know if you want to get a quarterback, this is where you're going to have to pay. And you can slot them wherever you want. Like, yeah. So if somebody's like comes up to a quarterback and then we have you slotted here, we'd like to do it for five years, boom, that's its own thing. Mm-hmm. It's already decided. And then the cap can be the rest of the other 52 or whatever, unless they're paying a backup 51. Yeah. So in my head, that's the only way you fix it. And it kind of used to be like that with the quarterback club. The yeah. quarterback club used to exist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those motherfuckers were gangster, bro. Aikman? <laughs> <laughs> They were just gangsters. Yeah, gangsters, man. Mm-hmm. Just like, um, sorry, boys. <laughs> we all get it. <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> we saw all the jerseys. <laughs> we're the only ones that touched the ball ever fucking played. They had their own video game. We do every commercial, every interview. Everything is ours. So mm-hmm. we're going to go ahead and just take our own deal. Y'all can do whatever the fuck you need to do. <laughs> Hilarious mindset. They got wealthy as they should have by the way i mean they fucking revolutionized the game the people that were here in the nfl before the current generation i think it's forgot about a lot but the game at its skin and bones at its bare minimum has a loyal fan base that just loves the game of football that has been around for so long you know and Mm -hmm. they'll never leave no matter what but it has blossomed into such a massive company everybody's a fan now michael cole later will talk about how he's so excited about the Jets. He's a WWE. Oh Everybody is a fan. Everybody seems to be an NFL fan of some sort because it's a cool thing to be. They're just going to make money forever. You would hope they could raise the cap, but there's no way. That's They, they want a, a gazillion dollars, I think. I, I think they want a gazillion dollars. Yeah, they're, they, Especially Al Davis. He's playing <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, Connor. Uh, I mean, they're going to, no matter what, there's always going to be you know, arguments between who gets what money, especially from the NFLPA. There's always going to be problems, but bump it up $100 million. Like, give these guys <laughs> a break. Come on. I, they hey. need to get paid. Hey, these guys are just sitting here on the internet reading about bum-ass basketball players getting paid more than them. <laughs> yeah. They're out there running around with goddamn plastic on their head trying to just – Kill people. Yeah, getting destroyed by 300-pound men. And they they get paid the same as Kelly Olynyk. The guy plays 10 minutes a game. Hey, we got to hey, we gotta be proud of Kelly Olynyk though, for pulling that finesse. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> the guy has long hair and a headband, and he's still balling. Yeah, you always say it. You're worth what someone will pay. You are. Yeah, everybody's like, oh, he's overpaid. He's underpaid. Your worth is exactly whatever a motherfucker will pay. No matter <laughs> yeah. who it is. No matter who it is, people tell that about us, right? Like, there's some people that want me to like go and do an event for them, and they're like, "We'll donate $150 to the foundation," mm-hmm. and blah, blah 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 blah. And I'm like, "You're so nice. How about this? I'll donate $150 to the foundation in your name, and then I just won't do it <laughs> <laughs> because I've been on the road for six days, and I would just like to." Maybe just sleep at my house. <laughs> oh, you don't want money to be donated? No, no. The money will be, you know what? I'll donate $175. Oh, <laughs> hey. A bidding war there. Yeah, jeez. Hey, look what you just did. Good for you. You got $175 donated. But no, but if somebody wants to pay me a massive amount of money, dude, I'll do it. You know what I mean? It's like I was grossly overpaid to kick balls in the NFL. I know that. But somebody was willing to pay me. That's a fuck it. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> Yeah, if that's what you want to pay, if that's the going rate for what I do, yeah, man, go ahead and throw that my way. That'd yeah. be great. Who are you to turn down money? You know, fine. <laughs> <laughs> I have done that, though, by the way. I'd like that to be <laughs> Yeah, yeah, of course. I turned down a lot of money. 
a lot of it. No, it made it on ESPN. Actually, it was an entire debate topic with that whether or not I had friends or not because I turned down six million dollars. This guy have any good friends? They asked. They should be telling him to keep his jersey on as long as he possibly. Can. I mean, for the record, I'm pretty sure I did. By yeah, the way, did, but you're you know you're a grown ass man. You make your own decisions. Mm-hmm. You, I think you did. My parents did. A lot of people did. So those people. Didn't ask the right questions. No, hell no. <laughs> nope. They weren't asking the right questions to the right people. I think I even quoted saying a lot of people think this is a very bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I do this WWE stuff, though, I have so much fun. And I know there's no way I'd be able to do it without if I was still punting footballs. No way. Yeah, no way. This life that I'm living is stupid. That's- stupid. I'm so happy that, by the way, we have a team. That can do it with me, man. Let's because go. whenever whenever I got to the NFL, everybody was still in school or had jobs. So I'm like, yo, let's go to fucking Africa next week. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't have the PTO to go to Africa, Pat. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, Pat, I'd love to, but yeah, literally I have like finals next week. You can move those right. No, actually you can't. Oh shit. Uh, fuck. <laughs> we'll have to reschedule Africa then. What are you doing uh Valentine's Day weekend then? No, but it's better when everybody gets it, you know? Yeah, absolutely. It's better when everybody gets it. It's yeah. better. It's just a better way to look at everything. Yeah, thank God those NFL guys had no idea what they were talking about or we wouldn't be able to be standing here because they didn't pay you that much money. Thank God. Yeah, thank God, <laughs> man. Thank God. No, I'm having a blast, though. Hey, we're getting good on the microphone, aren't we? That's not mm-hmm. too shabby. <laughs> Listen to this read I'm about to just bust in people's ear holes. Listening. This is going to be, I would say, above an 11th grade accelerated reader score. Oh, boy. Here we go. Are you smarter than a fifth grader? Yeah, answered. Let's keep this accelerated reader score up, boy, shall we? Let's go. Let's go. Hey, 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 let's get a good read here, Pat. Let's get a good read. Come on. I think I can go through the whole thing, boys. Let's go. Hey, let's hit a home run here. Speaking of home runs, let's talk about sports. Okay. Oh. Oh. Sports, you say? Sports? Love them. The first weekend of the NCAA tournament is the greatest betting event of the year. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Whether you like filling out a bracket, picking a national champion, predicting first round upsets, or all of the above, my bookie is the perfect home for your March Madness fun. Will Zion Williamson and his teammates cement their legacy at Duke with a title? Can Virginia get past its loss to a 16 seed last year? And can Kentucky get back to the Final Four? If you know the answers, or even if you don't, my bookie is the place to get in on the action. Mm-hmm. They have something for everyone, even you, multiple. Bracket guy, mm. oh, been in business for years and years. Their goal is to give you the best customer service in the business, and the best part is they pay out fast. And when you win, I'm talking 48 hours. Bet with the best, then kick back and enjoy March Madness while you watch your picks cash. Deposit with my bookie today with promo code Pat for a 50% sign up bonus. That's promo code Pat with my bookie. You play. You win, you, you get, get paid. paid. What a read. Wow. Nailed Unbelievable. It. You know, I'll tell you what, when you said, and can Kentucky, I thought we had a slip up, but no, it was just the connection. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think there was a connection issue between my brain and mouth on that particular sentence as well. It's uh back <laughs> to the action. <laughs> I went to Disney World yesterday. Yeah, how was yeah. it? You see Jacob Sully over there. 
Okay, let's talk about the Avatar Land. Yes. Pandora. <laughs> All right. So when you walk in there, a lot of people tell we got the VIP package, by the way. Obviously, oh, gotta okay. do it. Gotta do it. Guy's name was Les. He was unbelievable. Here we go, Les. Short for Lester. Les from Hawaii. Very fit man, a little tiny fella named Les from Hawaii. Very positive, optimistic, loved Disney, worked there for 20 years guy. Okay. Love that. Live right. a lot less. He likes Walt. Mm, I told guy. him that if they ever did undercover boss, you know, like mm -hmm. it would be tough because dude's dead or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but if they did undercover boss and Les was one of the guys that the boss worked with, like he would end up being co-owner of Disney by the end of the day. This is how good the guy was. <laughs> so you're saying like Willy Wonka, he'd be like take over the whole factory. Yes. He was like, he was like Willy Wonka. Yeah. <laughs> The guy knew everything about everything and was very positive about everything. And it was just knew everybody. So we were getting in like fucking side doors to wow. get in. Let's go. I uh, downloaded uh, the app. I saw the wait time and I was like, no way Pat's going to be able to go on there. It was like four no, hours. Let's talk about the wait times. Let's talk about it. <laughs> How bad? People were waiting three hours and 40 minutes to hop on the dog from Toy Story's back for 45 seconds. <laughs> oh, oh, Jesus Goodness gracious. Yeah. A lot of crying Bro, kids, I bet. Waiting and as soon as you walk in, they tell you like, "Act like you're a child. Act like you're a child." Like, what a marketing sales point! Like, hey, when you walk in here, just act like your brain didn't evolve. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll act like I'm a child. So you walk in there and you see these children now because it is geared towards children. Yeah, it's geared mm -hmm. towards children. they're telling you to act like a child, so they're gearing it towards you. Either you acting like a child or a child in general. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's supposed to play on the nostalgia thing very hard, I was told. Like, for the adults, it's like a nostalgia thing, like a trip down memory lane. I never watched a Disney movie growing up. <laughs> uh, it's tough. to. They're not really geared towards you then there. <laughs> like I, I've seen Toy Story, obviously. I've seen Avatar, obviously. But all the other characters and shit, like, I, I don't really know much about them. I don't know their stories. I don't know, I don't know where they come from. I don't know what they stand for, to be honest. Mm -hmm. I don't know any of them. Which is a shame. I think we've all mentioned that that is a shame that I – didn't have enough patience to watch a single movie as a child. Yeah, it's a bummer, but what are you going to do? People are waiting three hours <laughs> to ride 45-second-long oh, roller yeah. coasters with three-year-olds and four-year-olds. Three hours of standing there, then getting done with said roller coaster and going and waiting four hours for another minute-long roller coaster. That's seven hours of waiting in line, roughly one minute, in 27 seconds of roller coaster ride. I mean, hey, Toy Story moves the needle. Now you just know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> now you know. It does. Dude, the dog ride was cool. It was a cool ride. Yep. But yo, there's like three, four of them rides out there at Kennywood. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, make this like uh, to understand this. This was Tuesday at what time? People should be in school, work, right? It doesn't fucking like matter, dude. You know, people come from China. Yeah. Mm -hmm. England. People are coming from all over the world. The Orlando International Airport is the UN on any given day. I mean, there's people from everywhere there, and it's a hellhole. The, the place is a hellhole. It's not. It's like the airport has no idea that a billion people are coming to this fairy tale. <laughs> there's two entrances, and they bottle cap you in. I still have no they idea have no, why they do that. They have, no, they have no idea. Somebody needs to just climb up the the thing here at the Orlando International and be like, "Hey, did you guys know like." Fucking Disneyland, Disney World's right here. Like, right, they fly, everybody flies here. It's just a fucking night. We got to get less in the airport. That's what we got to do. Less would turn it all around. Mm -hmm. Less would, by the way. He I bet would. you less is like a big, big problem. Big problem with our um, our park is the airport is, is garbage. <laughs> but so 
the Avatar Land was awesome though. It's where we went first. Okay. And so there's a couple rides. There's a boat ride. It's basically like the law. It's not the log jam. What was that ride where people go in there and uh, they kiss in, in the water log? Oh, uh, um, the uh, fucking swans. It was a ferry or something. It turned it into a Garfield ride. I can't remember what it was initially. The old mill. It was the old mill. The old mill. Okay, oh, so the old mill. You get on like a wooden canoe. It was a two-seater, and then it went into the mill, which was just like a warehouse or whatever. And then it got – it was like a 30-second ride that went through a couple things that came out. And everybody was like, yeah, I went on the old mill with insert name of girl here. Yeah, it's where nice. you made out and got hand jobs. Oh, In middle nice. school. By the way – I would like it to be known that I never did that. I never, <laughs> I never had an old mill story. Ah, oh, man. That's, that's unfortunate. Boy. I went through some rough years there whenever the old mill was cooking, though. I wouldn't have, <laughs> I wouldn't have been there with me either. Uh, anyways, it was like that, though. It goes inside. You're on like a boat inside water, and you go inside, and it basically took you around Pandora with these like very weird, not weird, but like, Graphics basically on the wall, like no. graphics, like the Jaguar graphics oh. on the wall, where there's like a metal, a metal um, avatar there singing yeah. like the the Awa, Mawa, Awa. Oh yes, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Awa, yeah. How was like, it uh, like compared to like animal. movie quality? What's that? How was it compared to like movie quality? So I do have a 3D TV, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. right, so right. At the house, and I have watched Avatar on it. <laughs> I will say that the movie may have felt a little bit more 4K in real life in 3D if when I sat close to the TV. Uh, oh, yeah. If I sit further from the TV, I would say the boat in the water was yeah. a little bit better. But okay. the closer, it was, you know, it oh, was, so it was very though. impressive. It, was, it wasn't 4K, but it was very, very That's close. Good. It was good. It was 10, 1080. Okay. Nice. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you're writing home about this. This is, this is no joke. A lot of money was spent on these graphics. Oh, yeah. A lot Very of money. Expensive. A lot of money was spent on these graphics. But we go through there, and then there's a whole sing-along at one point in the thing, you know, when they're sitting yeah. around. <laughs> with with the arms? Yeah, you, you just go through the Avatar thing, and it's a cave tunnel thing, you know. There's a train coming right by the hotel. It's going on. Every train, every time. Get off the tracks. Choo-choo. <laughs> uh, was it a tree? Did they have the tree from Avatar, like in the middle of the whole park? No. no. What? There was, no, there was no tree there. They had, like, you know how they showed oh, – I'll just get right to it. The flight of passage was worth the admission alone. Yes. Okay. Oh. Okay. Now we're talking. This thing in Avatar Land called the flight of passage was the only thing that was worth the price of admission. I'll, I will say that. It was fucking incredible. You get strapped. It's a really good idea, too. They, they basically just have an IMAX theater, okay, a big IMAX screen. Yeah. And then they just have, like, little sections where you strap into, like, a um, – it's kind of set up like a, like a motorcycle, like a dirt bike mm-hmm. seat. And then they strap you in from the back. There's something up in front of you, and then there's a handrail in front of you, and your face is kind of wide open. So your bottom is just kind of strapped in, and there's like four or three people to your right, and then there's another set of four to your left. Then there's a little break, and then there's another eight to the next there. Okay. Below you, there's eight people, and there's like seven layers of that. Okay. Mm -hmm. So if you were to look at it, it would just look like the outside of a building with like layers of people sitting in this thing. Good, Top Golf. It would be like Top Golf, exactly. Okay. Like okay. Top Golf. Oh, okay. 
and there's an IMAX in front of the Top Golf, and then every single bin at Top Golf is one of those dirt bike seats that you sit in. Yeah. Okay? So you sit there, you strap in, you get on 3D glasses, and they match you to an avatar by reading <laughs> your brain. What? Your, yeah, you look at a camera and they match you to an avatar. And they, the thing that's keeping you up in the back, the thing that goes up behind you, like pops out of the seat behind you, that thing touches your back. It reads your spine. Oh so it can match you to the exact avatar that you're supposed to match with. Oh, that's smart. Because if they didn't match your spine, then how would they know too? Exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So you actually look at a camera, like right below you, there's like a little iPad, like a little tiny iPhone size iPad below you. You look down there and it's a picture of you, like a camera shooting up at you, make everything you make. And then it like blends into an avatar space. What? Oh my gosh. I don't like it. I love it. I, I love it. One of these days, so someone's going to walk in there and they're not going to come out. What'd you say, you? So one of these days, someone's going to walk in there and they're not going to come out. It's going to come out a clone avatar I'm replicant. Hey, I'm surprised my avatar made it because whenever you get in there, they strap you in. It's called flight of passage. Mm -hmm. It's your first flight with your bird. Oh, so you and your bird are trying to learn each other. Oh, so this dope. thing hops off and you're strapped into this thing. And this thing's rolling with the bird in front of the IMAX. You're going underneath trees, almost hitting like hippos and like 4K 3D, like I was talking about with the last time. Yeah. You go over a waterfall and there's like a mist of water that sits oh, on your face. Oh my God. There's wind hitting you. Ooh. I mean, it's, it was a, it's a trip. Bro. Yeah, it's that's next trip. level. It sounds like you and Jacob Sully were riding around the skies <laughs> together <laughs> yesterday. Hey, by the way, my bird, pretty good little bird. There was a couple of little sketchy moments. We made it out of there, though. Did oh, you get the biggest bird? Huh? Did you get the biggest bird? No, but we saw that motherfucker. We were on the top floor. <laughs> you looked up. We saw that uh, we were on the top floor of our particular top golf. Yeah. But there was definitely the big orange, red, blue one that came flying down from above. And you know what? He was a little rusty, by the way. He probably needed one of us on his back to yeah. guide him. Mm -hmm. He was fucking all over the goddamn place. We had to miss him a couple times. Can you imagine if you plugged in and you got that bird? Oh, and everybody, <laughs> my seat just lifts. <laughs> <laughs> You're just a charge the whole machine now. <laughs> hey, it was dope, man. That thing was worth the price of admission. Yeah. I will say that. We did the rock and roller, I guess, which was Classic. Uh, at another park. That thing had a loop in it. It was fast. That was the only one that felt like a real roller coaster. Mm -hmm. What was that for? Was that also an uh, Avatar ride or no? No, no. No, Avatar. That's all Avatar was, was that boat, that thing, and then there's a big-ass tree to take a picture with. Okay. Rock and roller <laughs> um, is... The rock and roller was with the... Um, indoor roller coaster. It was an indoor roller coaster. It was with the... Um, um, what was that other ride? Was that with the Toy Story one? Toy Story, yeah. I was over in the same Toy Story area. Yeah, oh, so okay. it was at Disney, right? Yeah, but I think there's like... there's. It might have been know. at like Epcot or something like that. Yeah, there it is. That was at Epcot. Magic Kingdom is where we were for Avatar Land, which was also had the Wild Kingdom. We did a safari. It was Ooh. a safari. Yeah, they weren't we were scamping on the animals. Well, we walked through Asia, you see. I, mm -hmm. I didn't see any general shows, but there was some good shit going on. And then we, we walked into Africa, and then there was a safari. So you get in the safari for sure. Yeah. You get in the safari. We're going to come out with like a Planet Earth video of the safari. Let's sure. go. Foxy was filming, and I was refraining from talking so hard because we're going to end up me voicing over it. Mm -hmm. But boy, there's a lot of animals in there. We got three lions. We've seen three lions. Oh, wow. We saw the elusive white rhino. Oh, <laughs> man. The albino rhino. And not as athletic as the black rhino. Also <laughs> saw that one. Dying at an alarming rate. Darwinism. 
we were actually told that, by the way, that uh, the, the lady who was giving us the tour, I'm going to tell you what, wasn't the most jovial person, but she definitely was. <laughs> Did your lady want any of the animals? What's that? Did your lady want any of the animals? No, she got scolded so fast. <laughs> so fast. <laughs> There's only like one rule. It's like, don't stand up, keep your hands in, blah, blah, blah. We get to, I think, like uh, the pelicans or something, like a fucking bird. The first one out the gate, just a tiny little thing. And Sam stands up to look and like the lady, sit down in the back, please. Like, like, <laughs> oh, my God. So fast. She got scolded so fast. I've never seen anything like it. And I could just hear Sam like start to like boil like this bitch. <laughs> I can't stand up so I can see. I can't see around anybody. That's why I sat in the back row so I could see things. Now I can't stand up, which is literally how I felt whenever it happened to her. I was almost like, well, you just drive the fucking bus. <laughs> <laughs> just drive the fucking bus. And then she had her stats and facts, though. It was awesome. It was yeah. really cool. There was like 45 trucks back there, though. So I saw more trucks than animals at the times that we were out there. Wow. Were the trucks full of children with machine guns? <laughs> no, but it does look like the trucks from the movies in the videos that have kids with machine guns in them. Oh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like those safari looking oh, yeah. trucks. Tough yeah. look for Disney right now. I think I'd want to go. <laughs> <laughs> in this climate, they better clean up their act. <laughs> the animals all looked happy, though. That's it was cool. all in town. All right. Well, fair enough then. Yeah, I'm sure they were. Because they're all drugged up. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I don't know anything about that, but uh, I want to go on like a real safari now, though. Yeah, like a real one in the Congo or something. Yeah, like I want to. I want to do a real safari. I heard Madagascar has a good one. True. Where's that? Madagascar. Where's Mad- Where's Madagascar? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a little island next to Africa. Yeah. Oh, geography. I only know that because the game Risk. <laughs> you try to pick it up or not? Uh, yeah, it's a good one because um, you just hide yourself in there and people forget about you and risk. And that's risk talk. So, uh, <laughs> that was risky business. Yeah. Uh, oh, no. Oh, fuck. I have no idea where we were going. Uh, safari, you want to go on a real safari in Africa? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to go on a real safari. But we were up there. We were there for seven hours. And one hour of sleep. <laughs> one hour and 41 minutes of sleep because we recorded the podcast Monday night late. Mm-hmm. Couldn't sleep. 6 a.m. flight. Have to leave hotel at 4 a.m. Head over to airport. Get on plane to Atlanta, Atlanta, Orlando. Sitting on me, sitting on the flight right next to me, flight from Pittsburgh to Atlanta. Guess who? No. Mm. Oh. Uh, the same lady that told you that, oh, you're from Indiana? Wow, that's despicable. Hey. No. Hey. Are you serious? No. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Got it. Roman Reigns. Oh, oh the big dog. Oh, hello. <laughs> he got. He was on the flight before me. He gets. He got on the flight before me. I'm the last one. Next to last one on the plane, obviously. I, I like to wait it out. I sit down. I see that he's next to me. And I just go, he has his headphones on, hood up, and he's watching something on his phone. Like, uh, I think it was a sitcom. I don't know. I, I couldn't really, I didn't want to just stare at his shit, but he was watching something on his cell phone. And it was set up in an incredible fashion. I got like a little travel tip from him. He had a magazine coming up out of the area that they hold it down, and then he wedged his phone in between oh, that. That's Ooh. smart. It, it was an incredible trick. It was one of the best things I've ever seen. So I sit down, I put my headphones in, flight takes off to Atlanta. It's like an hour and 13 minute flight or something. Um, it's very hard for me not just put my fist out. Just like, oh, yeah. 
you know, just to the shield. We're literally, I mean, we're within three inches of each other there. Our elbows were sitting on the same piece of thing, you know? And I just wanted to just, if I just moved my hand just straight out like that, it would have been awesome. <laughs> I resisted the urge for an hour and 13 minutes, boys. That's hey, impressive. Good job. Oh. Hey, 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 nice job time. out of you there, huh? So do you think if we he went 90, he would have went 10? We flew from Pittsburgh to Atlanta for an hour and 13 minutes, Roman Reigns and I. Not a word was said. I can't <laughs> believe you didn't ask him about that guy cutting him in line at the hotel. Not a single word was said. So as soon as we land, as soon as we land, there's a, an older lady sitting next to me. She can't get her bag out of the top. I take it down for her. Right? Wow, wow. You really are. You really are next level, huh? Uh, it's just travel etiquette. It's just it's something. It's travel etiquette for a lot of reasons. You're helping this sweet lady who's obviously struggling. It expedites everything. Exactly. I mean, it's the right. It's a smart decision. Of course. Like, Why wouldn't you do it? It's not like I'm flexing. It's just like this is just the no. smart decision in the situation we're in. You had to do that. Exactly. So in my head, I'm like, oh, he just saw me do that. He thinks I'm an incredible dude. So I turn around and I go, you're the best man. I put my fist down. And he goes, oh, thanks, man. <laughs> This bump, and then I exit, and then I just get off the plane. So I go outside. I'm off the plane, and I'm waiting for Foxy. So I turn around, and he walks past me. He goes into the bathroom. Foxy's taking a while to get off the plane because he's back by the shitter again. <laughs> so it's like five. It's like three minutes of waiting. Guess what? I got. I got to go to the bathroom. So I turn around. I go to the bathroom. Guess who's walking out of the bathroom as I'm walking in the bathroom? Me. I'm wearing a sleeveless hoodie, man. I'm very obvious. Like every, I'm a very recognizable human. Yeah. So now he thinks I followed him into the bathroom, oh, which is great. This is great. So I go pee. I get with Foxy. We're like, all right, we got to go to a whole other thing. I tell Foxy, I didn't say a single word to him. I didn't want to. The guy's been through enough. I mean, just be leukemia. I don't need to, I don't need to be Mr. Chitter Chatter Patter here on, on the fucking flight. at 6 a.m. flight. So we get to Atlanta, we do that whole thing, and we walk to our terminal, which was another terminal. We go all the way over there. Cheat day was happening. So I ate uh, three egg McMuffins, two hash browns, two apple pies. Foxy got two egg sausage McMuffins. That a boy. Wow. What did he eat, half of one, or did he eat two? He ate two. He ate two. And a strawberry milkshake. And a strawberry milkshake. Oh, did his tummy hurt afterwards? (laughs) (laughs) Mine did, actually. I don't want to judge him too hard here. So I have my big-ass bag, three Egg McMuffins, two hash browns, two apple pies. That's a fucking full bag, by the oh, way. Yeah. Yeah, That's yeah, America, baby. Yeah, give yeah. a bigger bag after that. It's a full bag. So I walk. we walk over to our gate to sit down. There's only a couple open seats. Guess who they're by? Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> we start walking towards him. I'm like, fuck, I can't sit by him again. Let's go so he went to another gate to sit down. Because I didn't want to, I didn't want to look like that guy to him. I feel like we're going to see each other again. I didn't want to look like a guy who was just following around the airport. Smart. But literally, there was nowhere else for us to go. It's tough. We ended up getting, we ended up getting on a flight to Orlando. He did not. Came to Orlando after that whole thing. Went to Disney, powered through Disney, passed out at 9.15, woke up this morning 13 hours later, went into the WWE Performance Center, made some magic, made some videos, recorded an interview with Tom Phillips, and Triple H and Michael Cole came on. I mean, it was a day. It was a day. Let's go. It was a day. Disney World, though, unless you got like a fucking 
um, a lot of money to pay for that past the line bullshit thing. Yeah. Hey, I don't know why people are going. Yeah, totally. food wasn't that great either. Yeah, what'd you eat? Really? I only had I only had a pretzel. No, like come on. That pretzel was fourteen dollars, twenty dollars. Hot cheese. Oh, I guess huh? you. I guess you can't eat like a funnel cake or any shit like that. I can. We couldn't find it. Uh, really? Did you dip that pretzel in cheese? Mm. Come on. Just making sure. Jeez. Yeah, I mean, hey, cheat days consist more of pretzels here, Pat. Let's get some ice cream or something. Cotton candy, maybe. He did. I saw. You, I saw you had the Mickey Mouse ice cream, which is a must-have every time you go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> as long as we got some ice cream, then. Hey, Les said the same thing. Yep. Les said the same thing. Take it from him, not from me. Must have. <laughs> I did. It was very good. That was very good. The pretzel also very good. We had a little but cheat day here. I want to know, like in Pittsburgh, Diner or Kennywood, mm-hmm. like we got the potato patch, bro. Oh. Yeah. Where, like you have to eat them. You have to. These fries with a bucket of cheese on it. It's just mm-hmm. so good. And then there was always just food galore. Corn dog. I couldn't even find a fucking corn dog. Could you Jeez. find a corn? I couldn't find a corn dog. It's embarrassing. That's absurd. But I don't think they're trying to feed me, you know? I don't think they're trying to feed mm. just a 31-year-old dummy who's there with his fiance. Yeah, you know well, I mean? you know what? They should think about it, all right? Because they need to also upgrade their vans, too. What? They also got to upgrade their vans if they're moving 50 kids in and out of Animal Kingdom every day with guns. <laughs> then they got to make some changes over there. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're trucks. Ah, well, they sound like vans. Either or. Fix it. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't. I thought it was okay. I thought it was okay. I understand why people like it. I just, I found it very funny, though, that they say, oh, just act like kids when you're in here. It's like, why don't we just tell people when they come to our show, like, hey, act like you're just really high in there. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of, we had a little cheat day today. It was over 60 degrees. We figured we'd treat ourselves. Mm-hmm. So we all ordered some Froyo. Yeah. It was delicious. It was great. Uh, Ty immediately re- regretted the decision that he did not join in. Yeah, I didn't get any. And then Connor ordered something called uh, boba. Strawberry oh boba. Oh, my God. Have you ever heard of this? Uh-uh. Hold on. Berry orange banana. No, so I don't know. that That is an incredible <laughs> guess. Sounds, sounds great. Incredible guess. But I don't know what it has to do with uh, the berries, but they call them boba strawberries, okay? And they're essentially artificial strawberry balls. And uh, as terrible as that sounds, they taste even worse because you got to put them in your mouth. And when you bite down on them, you can't actually chew them. So you got to squish them between your cheeks and your teeth. And you feel like you're ripping apart plastic bags in your mouth. It's awful. So you knew what you were signing up for? No, I had no idea what I was signing up for. I tried them for the first time today. It was the worst experience of my life. Frozen yogurt from here on out. I'm going fudge and I'm going peanut M&Ms. And if you have sprinkles, you better throw those on too. Hey, so that is always the, the decision at this Froyo's. The people either in front of you or behind you are going with the healthy option. I go with give me the Oreos and the hot fudge, and I'll even take some little Reese's on there too. Oh, oh yeah, you're you're already taking a diet by getting Froyo. Give me all the toppings. I'm not here to mess around. There's people though that get like the kiwi on there and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Maybe they just like that flavor more. But I don't know how you pass not up the Oreos that are sitting there with the fudge. I don't know how you do a cookie. Ice cream's supposed to go with chocolate. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to go with jo- I don't like chocolate ice cream because I think it's too much chocolate. That's like the uh, steak fries or too much potato in sure, there. Yes, sure. everybody says that. Mm-hmm. But like, 
Vanilla ice cream is supposed to go with chocolate. How about when they don't have the vanilla froyo though? They have something similar. We have a, uh, we have something similar to vanilla. What is it? Uh, <laughs> the kiwi blend. Blah blah blah. <laughs> What's it taste like? Oh, it tastes like vanilla. I was like, see, all motherfuckers got vanilla. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. All right, good for you guys. I'm happy. The NXT day brings a night to stop by there. Oh, it's yeah? Good. Anything else happened in the football world? Anything uh, we missed? Uh, Lev Bell. Oh, hey, Facebook and Instagram. Oh, oh my yeah. goodness. <laughs> okay, Lev Bell, by the way, going to the Jets. Um, Jets are not going to be great at football still, but good for Lev Bell getting 30-some million guaranteed. People telling him he's stupid. I don't know. I think he made a rap song, a freestyle from his front yard where he said he got to pay him 17 M's. That was never offered last year. I think he did maybe have a number in his head. This one's $32 million. Not too bad. It's a lot of money. I mean, it's only, I don't know how many years it is, but I don't know. That's not 17 per, but it's definitely 17 M's guaranteed, which is a good way for his agent to spin it to him, by <laughs> yeah. the way. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hey, you've been saying, man, you've been saying you want 17. We got 32 of them things over six years, man. <laughs> you think he's gonna shit can that guy? Did he? Do you think he will? No, I thought he was going to before. I thought he was going to before free agency. I was very wrong about that. I thought he was gonna. I thought he was gonna fire that guy. Probably pick up Rosenhaus. They were gonna go on a whole run about how he's he was misguided, misled. That whole thing. I think that would have been a way for him to get a lot more. M's guaranteed, but mm-hmm. I still think $32 million is a lot more money. I'd take 32 fucking million. <laughs> I think he, um, he, by the way, he's still a rapper on the side, too, in New York, too. It's yeah. be, oh, he's yeah. a New York rapper, bro. That's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Huge. Hey, he's a big, uh, whether you agree with it or not, he got his money, right? That's, yeah. that's all there is. Antonio Brown did? Yeah, and if well, I saw, if I was Lev, and I saw what Antonio Brown and Drew Rosenhaus were able to do, I would fire my agent immediately yeah. and call Drew. Yeah, Antonio Brown and Lev, pretty similar human beings in two different positions, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. A, lot of, a lot of perceived drama. I don't know if it's real or not. Perceived drama, a lot of antics, but top two, three at their position, no matter whose pole it is. That, that's, there's no debating at their top three. I mean, people say Antonio is the best wide receiver in the game. People say Lev Bell is the best running back in the game. People say, oh, he's probably number two or number three. Okay, still number two or number three. And everybody's pole. They're both top three at both positions. And Antonio Brown seemed to have had a much better deal than Lev, but Lev still got $32 million in New York. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he gets to wear and the uh, green and white again, too. I know Foxy that means a big thing for those Michigan State Spartans over there. Yeah, Michigan State, they gave him like 30 carries a game. And that's no exaggeration, and that's what the Jets got to do, too. It's the only way. Hey, go green. Go white. Go white. Racist. Oh, oh my God. This guy. <laughs> this guy. Hey, what's he doing down there, huh? You can figure it out, Fox. Zito did the same thing. That's yeah. right on. It's biracial now. I said it. Is did we give a tease to Triple H's interview yet? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought we ran right by it. No, you did, <laughs> like, almost at, at the very beginning. Well, I'm happy people got to hear that. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> That's a good little teaser. That was the whole thing. <laughs> I felt bad that we marketed it so hard that it was on the show. He was though. Technically, he was on the show. He was on the show. Yeah, you were lying. What are you talking about? Don't feel bad. Yeah, I was. I was right. He was on the show. Yeah. <laughs> he came over, man. It was incredible. He was wearing this big suit. He had his coffee in his hand. 
What a guy. Seems like a cool dude, just like a regular cool guy. He is a cool guy, man. I think he get he gets it. Yeah. You know, not yeah. everybody gets it. He gets it. Here's people that don't get it though. This is a good transition. This is why I'm a professional. <laughs> There's like two to three motherfuckers running Facebook. <laughs> yep. That are just so goddamn greedy. Mm-hmm. Hey, social media was a good thing. We had a good thing going. Hey, you created a good thing. Facebook was a cool thing. People could keep up with families that were out in other countries. People could keep up with their old friends that they hadn't seen in a long time. It was a reunion. Anytime you wanted a reunion. Then they went and bought Instagram. Instagram, cool thing. People like to post photos, like to share their lives. You can see how other people are living. You can learn things. You can see things. You can pass your time just there sitting on your phone. This was good shit. Oh, yeah. The world was buying it. Everybody was in on it. Everybody's like, yeah, we fuck with it, man. We fuck with it. We like this. This is a unifier for real. Hired a lot of coders, a lot of coders so the thing wouldn't crash. Hired Mm -hmm. millions and millions of people to make sure it would just keep moving. Mm -hmm. Bought servers, invested in communities, did things like that. Gave people mm -hmm. jobs, did a lot of good things. Brought the world together, gave people jobs, helped us learn about it. Then all you need is like two to three greedy ass dudes. And I'll be sexist with this. I'm assuming it was three dudes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Three greedy dudes that just can't, a billion can't be enough money to them. For some reason, as a person who has seen a million dollars, you don't need a billion dollars to enjoy your life. Mm-hmm. I, would, I would like that to be no. Nope. I, you, you can have a great time and be ridiculous with a lot less than a billion dollars. They couldn't help it, though. They couldn't help themselves. Greedy they, bastards. They saw an opportunity, and they decided – now, granted, this is all alleged, but let's assume that there's some accuracy. When there's, where there's smoke, there's fire normally. Yep. They decided to start selling people's data and selling people's traffic and selling people's minds, basically, to reap a bigger benefit than what they were already raking in. It's like, why do you have to take such a great thing and fuck it up? The whole world was enjoying it, man. What, like, what, what could you have possibly... What is the upside of that? Is there... Zuckerberg is going to show up at this fucking grand jury, whatever it is, happening for their data analytics sharing problem that they've been indicted for and all this shit. He's going to show up wearing those Adidas slides, those Adidas flip-flops from Social Network. Yep. Mm-hmm. He wants to have the little balls on so it feels like it's a little massage thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I never liked those, by the way. They made my feet itch. I like just the solid bottoms. Yeah. But the ones with the little ball, he's going to show up there wearing shorts probably, maybe a robe. And I would like him to explain why he decided just to fuck it all up. Like, why, why you got to fuck it all up, man? You, want, you wanted a Hot or Not app, and then you created this thing, and now you just got to fuck it all up. Why, why do they got to do that? Your guess is as good as ours, Pat. We were running around this place freaking out about Instagram today, yesterday. It's unbelievable. Why do they got to do it? It makes no sense. I don't know how something that big can go down everywhere. How, how does that happen where the whole place, the whole country... Globally. Well, I think they're getting, I think they're getting what they're getting much. Nick sent me a tweet that was basically saying like, they're getting investigated right now. Like shit's about to get real. Well, are they getting backdoored by some hackers here? No, it's not hackers. They were selling data. Ah. They were selling people's data, I guess. Well, they're being accused of it. I don't know if it's accurate, right? I don't know. Nick, read that tweet. That's allegedly. Were they burning like files? They're trying to get rid of the, the proof. Here we go. Facebook's controversial data sharing deals are under criminal investigation. A grand jury in New York has issued multiple subpoenas to device makers that partnered with the social media giant. What does that mean? Basically, it means someone is 
They're under investigation. I mean, it is what it is. T- t- today, Junior. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> As you know, we finished. We figured out gifts today. It's good news. I know we're we're on uh, we're on the old Twitter or on the text or uh, Twitter app. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! We're like on marble now. Up a today, Junior, with that mix-up right there. <laughs> Too many TW words in my head right now. I la- yeah. I laughed so hard at that recording you sent us of you typing in your name, and then like the fourth gift that pops up is fucking Zito sinking a half-court shot and giving a suck it. <laughs> I will say it was a great and shot. He's told me for months that we can't get gifts to upload. They can't upload them, man. Sorry about that. And then today, <laughs> I uploaded is him draining a long shot saying, suck it. But Just out of nowhere, magically somehow. Magically we somehow. We figured it out. Giffy wouldn't let us, so we went to tenor or something like that, and it works now. Unbelievable, though. So many good gifts on there now. You should go uh, give it a check. It's such a Zito operation. Such a Zito operation. It might be shut down, though. Let's hope the, the same people at Facebook and Instagram are at Twitter, man. Oh, I love God. the Twitter. What what happened? No, you saw Facebook? that, didn't you? What's that? You saw what people were pissed about on Twitter, didn't you? Oh, no. Oh, jeez. No, I haven't really been on the internet as much. I've been fucking working. Yeah, so they're in the next Twitter update, they're going to basically hide the number of uh, tweets or retweets and likes what? you get on each. Yeah. Yeah. Outrageous. They're hiding it. Just to be more, you know, you got to be more friendly. Be you more don't want to f- hurt anybody's feelings. No, 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 no. You can't do that because that is honestly the only purposes of Twitter is to. Bingo. Is to- Spread your Twitter so more people can see it. Yes. And, it's- and that's what about that's what about fifty thousand people uh, quote tweeted that tweet with, and then it got deleted. So I think they might back off of it. But that that's the original plan. They did back off, but it sounds like it was just leaked. Like, hey, let's see what you think about this one, huh? <laughs> like a voting poll, and then everyone just absolutely buried <laughs> Twitter I, for I the idea. Think, I used to think Ursay would do that with Bob Kravitz. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I I. I there's zero real facts behind this, but Bob Kravitz, whenever Twitter was like just starting, would like put out a tweet that was like a question, uh-huh. and then he would just get massive response or whatever, or get a response. And then I honestly was like, why would he be even fucking asking that? And then I got like really vitamined up one day. I was like, oh, I wonder if like ownership is having him send that out just to get a poll of the people. And then I was like, how do I become the fucking the uh, the social marketing I question an air guy for Ursay. How do I send him the message that I'll do it? Like, let me figure this out. This would be a cool thing to be a part of. How do I become the guy that Ursay's using to test out new ideas for? And then I came back down to earth and I read more Kravitz's things. I was like, I definitely don't want to be the guy asking questions. But <laughs> I honestly thought that he's putting out polls and shit on like Facebook. I was like, man, I think he's doing that. And that's what they do. I think. I think. I think companies do that because remember, Instagram was all left to right that one day. Yeah, yeah, and then it just changed back all of a sudden. The way Twitter spun remember it was Zito. they were testing. Zito, did you have I lost you there for a second. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't hear you. What a not. It was clearly on the computer right there. <laughs> <laughs> I lost it there for a second. Anybody watching on YouTube is going to be able to see that. Well, no, it sucks because I'm using this tenor app now. Every time someone yeah, uses it, yeah, I get a notification. I, <laughs> I don't know how to stop it. <laughs> so anytime someone uses one of our gifts, I get a notification on my phone. And it's, oh. <laughs> it hasn't <Wonderful>. stopped. <laughs> 
Flood Zito's phone right now. There's no way his dumbass will be able to figure out how to turn that off. Also, um, what I say, Instagram went left to right that one day. You remember? Oh, you're the yeah, only yeah. One that got and they switched it right. It was probably what thirty minutes, twenty minutes on that. Yeah, it was immediately. People were That's shitting on it so hard. Twitter, Twitter decided to get the message out to see how people would respond to it without testing it out, just like Ursay did. With Kravitz, you'd be like, what if they did this? Would you feel good? Like, I think that happens with people. Twitter tried it out, and I'd assume that the negative reaction would change them from it. I hope so, man. I hope so. Dude, just leave it how it is. So Twitter like, spun how, it as... Too much. How much is too much? How much is too much? This is the same thing with the Facebook people. Like, bro, how much do you fucking need? Exactly. Just leave it be. <laughs> Go on, Nick. Twitter spun it as testing putting engagement counts on replies. Fucking liars. I, I do wonder, though, if you had no retweets, would more people be likely to retweet? How do you know who retweeted, though? Because sometimes you want to know who retweeted something. Exactly. So you would still like, get notifications, though, you, right? Yeah, but that can tell you a lot about a tweet whenever you look and see who retweeted it. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's true. Same with videos. Like, if I want to watch a video, man, if it has a lot of retweets, I'm going to watch But it. if something's said, let's say something is said by somebody, and it's retweeted by somebody I deem credible, I'm like, okay, so this might have a little bit of validity because there's a lot of bullshit floating around Twitter. Right. Yeah. And then you see who retweeted it. I mean, that it can give you a lot of validity to something. I think that is a, an actual angle that we can take to Twitter telling them it's bullshit, and I think it's actually a pretty true one as well. I think that's yeah. a real thing. Like, hey, knowing who retweeted something and how many retweets is pretty vital to the Twitter experience. Especially with the longer videos. Videos too. Like, I'm not going to buy into a two minute long video of some random person retweeted it. However, someone like Ty or anyone sitting in this room, maybe even Fox, if they retweeted well, a two minute also, video. If you, see, if you see a video has uh, 400 retweets, you're like, oh, maybe this is a good video for a reason. I'm going right. to watch it. Yep. Like, it's its own judgment scale. Like, it's its own, it's its own rating review system. Twitter has its own rating review system without being very negative. Without giving a tweet a one star, you just go right the fuck by it. If you want to give it a, a four star, you like it. If it's a five star, you retweet it. I yep. mean, it's an understanding that we all have on there. And if somebody's not getting retweets, it's okay. We're not telling them their tweets suck. We're just scrolling right the fuck by it so nobody... <laughs> <laughs> yep. It's like, yo, like, this is... It, it's a... It, we've we've already on Twitter. We've already experienced the rating system. Already understand how it goes. There's no reason to fuck with it. Why are we trying to rebuild it from scratch? It's a good thing. And by the way, looking around at your competition, that shit might be ending soon. So let's not fuck it up now. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. If it ain't broken, don't fix it. Mm -hmm. Are your headsets working now? Your headsets working now? Yeah, a little oh, bit. Sorry, I lo lost you there. I, lost you there. <laughs> <laughs> I think I was going under a bridge there. I apologize. <laughs> Do we have anything else to talk about? I'm trying to think of what else went on today. All right. Hashtag end gang. Hashtag end game. Send Triple H a thank you for being on the podcast. Please ask him if he'll come back for real, for real. Mm -hmm. uh, check his Twitter, so that'd be great. What you just heard was his, what you heard earlier was his entire appearance. Um, <laughs> hashtag end gang. Hashtag end game. Send him a tweet. Ask him to come back. Even if you're not a wrestling fan, by the sports entertainment fan, by the way. Um, Guys, a business international businessman at this point, success story, body lifter, bodybuilder, weightlifter, hero, and my and my boss. Mm -hmm. He's a boss. Great boss. Couple couple handshakes for uh, Mr. H and I today. Wow, huh. hugs. Yeah, handshake. We're not there yet. Oh, okay. We're not there yet. I don't know if he does that with anybody. To be honest, I'm not sure. Mm. 
I wonder if we'll get to the. Yeah, thing, yeah. The quick hug. The quick hug. How yeah. do you initiate that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you initiate the the handshake hug? You go for the quick handshake and then go for the hug right away. So I always make it as uh, least awkward as possible for him, so he knows that I'm going handshake. I keep the hand directly or perpendicular to, perpendicular to ground. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. got to. So he knows that I'm not coming in for a dap up. Strong. And I have all fingers together, so he knows it's a handshake, and I keep it at good distance. And the thumb, by the way, is set up as if it's ready to get engage. Yeah, right, hook yeah. it up. Uh, yeah, like it's like it's a the claw, like a clamp yeah, on yeah. the end. It's it's ready to engage. So not too forward, but not straight up. It's like it's coming in for a handshake. Okay, and I always keep it at distance, so he knows I'm not trying to come in for a real thing. Don't want to fuck it up. No, 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 no. That makes sense. That's a good tactic. They seem to like our shit, though. That's good, though. For for now. <laughs> <laughs> a little swing of optimism from our friend Connor. Hey, glass <laughs> half full. You know me. And watch along got over a million views or something. That was amazing. Point. Yeah, <laughs> probably would have been a little more if someone didn't say the f word. But I'm just saying. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> It did have to get pulled down. But for highlights, check out our video that's coming out tomorrow. Let's go. Yes. Foxy and I are putting together a video. As you listen to this show, Foxy and I are putting together a video of the Roadhawks inaugural trip. <laughs> From Fastlane to Raw. The behind-the-scenes shit is worth it, I promise. Yep. We're a bunch of idiots out here, and we're so thankful you choose to listen to them. Hashtag Endgame, hashtag Endgame. Ask Triple H if he wants to come on. Or, you know what? Send a tweet to anybody that you think should come on the show. Ooh, yep. Yeah. Send a tweet to anybody you think should come on the show. Triple H as well. But anybody that you, you think should come on the show, tell them come on. And aside from that, I'm so thankful for all of you. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, for myself, Adam Foxy, at Nick Marotta, Boston Connor, spell that thing. Boston C-O-N-N-R. Of course. <laughs> uh, at Ty Schmidt. Uh, go ahead, Ty. Yeah, T Y S C H M I T. Get the fucking D out of there. A <laughs> <laughs> kid is such a fan of Ty. That he made me count. And Ty started this podcast by sawing him down. And ended this podcast by sawing him down. <laughs> Call it poetic justice. At Viva Lazito as well, if he can still hear us. Oh, I can hear you now. <laughs> <laughs> At one point, your uh, your face looked like Picasso on the screen. It was like uh, an oil like, painting. It was like going in and out, and I was just like, I can't, I, can't, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, yeah I don't, cool. I don't know if that happened, but <laughs> <laughs> all right, ladies and gentlemen, to wrap up the show, here's an interview with Tom Phillips, uh, the SmackDown. Play-by-play guy from Penn State who is obsessed with college football and such. This is where Triple H makes an appearance, his full appearance. Michael Cole makes an incredible appearance. We're sitting in the middle of a courtyard, basically, where people are just walking through. There's a lot of give and take here. You're going to enjoy it. A lot of NFL draft talk that I obviously know nothing about. Then it gets diverted quickly. I think you'll enjoy it. Aside from that, hashtag endgame, hashtag endgame. Tell us some folks, or tell some folks if you'd like to see them on our show. That would help us out immensely. Cheers. Have a good one. I don't travel with the guns. I don't travel with the guns. It's not my thing. I like to bring in the big guns, which is what I did today. Ladies and gentlemen, the voice of SmackDown, which is Tuesday nights on the United States of America Network. 
a live show every Tuesday where men and women display incredible feats of athleticism in the ring mm-hmm. and fight for championships and titles. And there's a man doing play-by-play. He's mm-hmm. from the Pennsylvania University mm-hmm. Pennsylvania, University. Pennsylvania State University. University of Pennsylvania State, ladies and gentlemen, a man who says he understands the NFL draft better than anybody. Didn't say that. A man who says he understands the NFL draft more than the average human. Okay, let's go with that. I know nothing about it, so I am coming to you for information. I don't like the kids like Penn State University. I try to stay with the adults in the NFL. Ladies and gentlemen, draft analysis from Tom Phillips. Tom Phillips, how's it going? It's going good. So you know you know nothing about the draft, yet you're someone who went through the draft process, sort of. You didn't get invited to the Combine. I yep. know that. See, this is what I'm talking about. You, you did know not get drafted, but you were an undrafted free agent, if I'm correct. You're wrong. Pick 222. Wrong. Damn near 222. not drafted. Thanks, but I was pick 222. I remember you wanted to get drafted by the Cowboys. Is that correct? Cowboys or told they, me they, they were going to They told you they were going to take you. Yeah. And then I remember you were very, very drunk. When you did get the phone call from Indianapolis, and the first number was one, because that's the first number, and you said, I'll take that. So... Thus, your thus your draft began. knowledge is incredible. I can already tell I know you Pat, know about. I know Pat McAfee. That's no, it. <laughs> you know about the 2009 pick 222. Yep. And if you know that, yes. you know anything. Uh, Kyler Murray is going to be number one. Everybody's saying probably. Yeah. And do you uh, agree with that sentiment? By the way, why should anybody respect or appreciate your college? Now you're a huge fan. You mm-hmm. like looking into it. You study the stuff. I've been following it forever. Um, my mom went to Penn State University, so we were indoctrinated extraordinarily early. Into the cult. Into college football, into football. I grew up in the Philadelphia area, so following the Eagles, huge NFL fan, all that yep. stuff for years. When I was a kid, my brother, uh, my older brother, I don't, do you have older brothers? I have an older brother, yep. yeah. So he you know, works for me now. So you know, oh, that's great. So you can put him in his place. So no, he, he doesn't <laughs> talk much. He, he's literally the polar opposite human to me, so he just kind of sits in his corner and does his thing. I don't really tell him anything. Oh. Okay. I don't think we've talked for probably a couple years, but we get along. Right. That's Foxy's ever talked to you? Sometimes. Yeah. Him and Foxy are in the same room. He doesn't say. He doesn't. They're in the same editing room and they don't talk. Huh. Small businesses. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if that's the case either. I think he's kind of a little loopy, but (laughs) same vagina. He and I, we came out of those polar opposites, (laughs) either here or there. So to what we were just talking about, your older brother, my older brother uh, was very adamant. He was not big on sharing. He was like, I am a Philadelphia Eagles fan and you cannot be really. So I had a very bad habit for years where I bounced from team to team. I was a fan of the Redskins for a second, the Packers, the 49ers. I love Jerry Rice growing up as a kid. Let's go. So uh, I bounced around. I had like jerseys from all different teams. And then he was like, oh, you're a bandwagon hopper or you're there for can't win with this. guy. You like their colors or something like that. So I'm like, what is going on? So Penn State was the one thing that was like mom went there. You can't, like, claim it from your little brother. So it was like everybody had that across the board. So college football I became very heavily involved in. And then when I went to school, uh, when I went to Penn State, I did a lot of NFL draft coverage with the student radio there. So I got pretty heavily into the draft So you love the process of the draft. I really, really enjoy it, yeah. A.Q. Shipley was a – answer this question. Mm A.Q. Shipley was a sometimes good football player at Penn State, often good player at Penn State – Always good player at Penn State or rarely good player at Penn State? I would say often. Often. He was one of the best offensive linemen we've ever had. Yeah. 
I think he was one of the best. We've I ever was had. really hoping you'd just bury him right there. Well, you told because he, he listens so to the show. I was hoping he would. You would just bury him. Well, right he's there. a Penn State guy, but you also said you're friends with him, so you want to bury him. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah, I like. Okay. I enjoy that because uh, I can't bury him because uh, he's uh, tougher, yeah. stronger, all those things. But mm. if you were to bury him, right? AQ Shipley was hot garbage for a long time. Now we're talking. I have a feeling that you're going to clip this and you're just going to put that on a loop. Yeah. I was actually just pointing at Foxy to say we need to pull that one little clip there and send it to him. That's uh, that's perfect. AQ, uh, I mean, who goes by AQ? That's what I'm saying. Well, I don't even know what those initials stand for. Alan Quay. Why not just be Alan? That's what I've been saying this whole time. Dennis. Dennis, can you go grab... um, Georgia. Tom Phillips is She's in the middle of some things here. Yeah. Can you grab her? Yep. Thank you, man. An amphitheater of human beings I just apologize. walked out, and Tom had to yell at some people. I apologize. Some Percy work. is now leaving as well. We had an we'll, audience we'll, of one. We'll, and is we'll, now we'll cut all this. We'll just cut all this. I'm of sure. course we will. Or we should just keep it. No, well, we'll find um, AQ Shipley actually was one of the better offensive linemen we've ever had, in my opinion. Uh, we've had a lot of them, but at the same time, I was stunned to see Connor McGovern be i think he's the number one rated guard this year the mcgovernator which blew my mind because nothing against penn state football or Connor mcgovern i hope he makes a lot of money and has a long career in the nfl that offensive line has not been good for like four or six years so i'm not entirely sure where that ranking came from do you know what his dad does no his dad grows all the potatoes for like McDonald's and stuff, like the hash browns, the fries. Really? That comes from the McGovern farm in either North Dakota or South Dakota. I think it's North Dakota. That's fantastic. This is a guy for the Broncos, right? Do you have an, Did he get drafted? By the, well, no, he's not been drafted yet. Yeah. McGovern is. So this is draft analysis. Yeah, I thought that's what we were talking. about. I thought you were complimenting another NFL guy. No, well, no, another Penn State guy that's about to be drafted. I see. Trace McSorland. McSorley. He's on this Penn State team. He just followed me on a tour the other day. I like him. Sean, I've <laughs> Do you smoke the trace? I I said in a previous time mm-hmm. that after watching a Penn State game, because mm-hmm. I think it was Penn State-Ohio State. Yes. I oh, like the way that he played. I liked mm-hmm. his swag. I said, okay, that's probably the next Julian Edelman, right? I'm not the first person that has said that, mm-hmm. I assume. I said it a long time ago. Now they're starting to say it. Do you see him the same way? Because he's got a low center of gravity. He's got a lot of swag. I assume he's an athlete. We're assuming he can't play quarterback in the NFL because there's only 32 jobs. Mm-hmm. So it's not a shot at him. That is just a very tough position to become a starter. Will he... Or would he be a good guy to become Julian Edelman? That I think, could be a story of this draft. I think it could go one of two ways. I think he could be a quarterback in the league for 10 years if he wanted to. Starting, maybe, if he gets the right opportunity, like any quarterback. If You're he gets saying the Drew r- Stanton, no. Uh, Chase Daniel. Yeah. Chase Daniel's made a real nice living, and I think Great. he's been in the league for close to a decade at You this know, he point. was a holder for the first three, four years of his career. Yeah. Starting holder. He got on the on the pitch. Did a bit uh, with, uh, what was it, Jeremy Macklin at Missouri, and then mm-hmm. he goes and he sits behind Drew Brees for a while. Mm-hmm. Did some good stuff with the Chicago Bears this year while Mr. Trubisky was out doing whatever he was doing. Um, I think Trace, given the right opportunity, could be a really good NFL quarterback um, I don't know if he'd be a pro bowler or he's winning championships. I, I don't know. But it could go one of two ways. He could hang around in the league for 10 years and just be a solid backup guy that you need. You need arms all the time. Um, or he's a guy that could transition to wide receiver. I have saw people say he needs to transition to corner. And I know Saquon Barkley got all up in arms about that, and I completely agreed with it. I think it's an insult to an offensive player of his caliber. He ran a 4.58. He was the fastest quarterback in the draft. So I could completely see him going. Yeah, but as Edelman a corner, right. a 4.58 is what we like to call uh, CFL. Yes. Or AAFL. AAF. Yes. 
four five eight corner is not good unless you're a big guy. No. Unless you're a huge guy and you're going to body him up. I like the thought of him at wide receiver though. I really like it. He's, he seems like a gamer too. Seems like he's got real swag. I know nothing about his quarterbacking abilities. I'm not here to judge that, but that would be very cool. How about this? Mm-hmm. Kyler Murray put on a show at his pro day just yesterday. Put yes. on a show. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was throwing the ball mm-hmm. very, very, very well. I think. Yeah. That should be talked about because I think even the players you see in the NFL who have terrible aim, guys that just can't fucking throw a football, we all know who they are. We all know who they are. Pat, what are you doing, TV show? Yeah. Uh, this is, uh, internet, the NFL this is an internet show. Duh. I don't know anything about that. Mr. H just walked over uh, wearing an incredible Apparently suit. Apparently Pat doesn't either, really. And, uh, I'm being taught by Tom Phillips. <laughs> that's it. That's, that's legit all that I know. Thank you. <laughs> That's expert analysis uh, right there. The good perfect. Thing, the good thing about what just happened there is in the title we can put Triple H. Tom Phillips is electric. Yeah. Ugh. How about Triple H, that appearance he just made right there? I mean, he, he sounded pretty excited, I'll be honest. You know, I mean, Triple the H- next best of podcast might just be that. <laughs> What's that, Bob? The next best of episode of the podcast might just be that Triple H clip. I think that's a good idea. It's just... A moment of H. Yeah. Oh. Yep. You know what I mean? And I, I wouldn't classify Triple H as this, but we all have that one friend who's the first one to try things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I remember him. Whether they're super trendy or more of a guinea pig, when you're making a choice, it's always nice to hear it from someone who's been there, done that. <laughs> Choosing the right software for your business is no different. Read thousands of real software reviews to help you choose the right software for your business on captera.com slash America. Captera is the leading free online resource to help you find the best software solution for your business. With over 750,000 reviews of products, 750,000. That's a lot. It's a lot, a lot. Yeah. From real software users, discover everything you need to make an informed decision. Search more than 700 specific categories of software, everything from project management to email marketing to yoga studio management software. Oh, that sounds exciting. No matter what kind of software your business needs, Captera makes it easy to discover the right solution fast. Join the millions of people who use Captera each month to find the right tools for their business. Visit captera.com slash America for free today to find the tools to make an informed software decision for your business. Visit captera.com slash America for free today to find the tools to make an informed software decision for your business. Captera.com slash America. That's C-A-P-T-E-R-R-A dot com slash America. America. Nailed it. Home run. Captera software selection simplified. Yeah. Oh, no. Don't promote me on this because no, you, nobody be will tune in. You'll be tagged at the end, but Triple H is definitely a part of this podcast all of a sudden. That's a very important sell. Yeah. Hey, he came in, by the way. He did. A lot of energy. I think Batista's might be in some deep shit in WrestleMania. Triple H had a lot of, a lot of, in the coffee he was holding, very still, which means his arm muscles are very strong right now and sturdy. He's in remarkable shape. Remarkable. Didn't spill it at all either when no. he came in pretty no. hot there. Yeah. Kyler Murray put on a show, though. And really I don't good. think routes on air gets talked about enough because those guys that you see that can't throw in NFL games and they miss by miles, um, in 
routes on air in practice, they're also missing. So that's like yeah. an actual thing where you can find out if a guy can throw a ball or not. Daniel Jones from Duke did not do himself any favors at the Combine because everybody was saying because he was with, uh, what was the name of the coach? Uh, Cutcliffe, I think. The yeah, one who, that's where Peyton Manning was Peyton. trained down there. I figured you'd get all excited about that. Yeah, well. Um, everybody thought Daniel I was Jones. Also, I was also a backup to Peyton Manning quarterback. Right. You, I'm sorry, you backed up Peyton Manning as a quarterback? Third string emergency. No big deal. 11 plays like, to the right, 11 plays to the left if I wanted. 22 plays to the offense. Practice once a week. Mm-hmm. Clyde Christensen, also quarterback whisperer now coach for Tampa Bay Buccaneers, was my quarterback coach. Also, Frank Reich. Frank Reich, head coach of the Indianapolis Now head Colts. coach. Yeah, I was a backup on Peyton Manning. Me, so Jim Sorge, Peyton Manning. In the event that the other quarterbacks died, yep. you played. That's correct. So that never happened, thank God. Very close. Not whenever Peyton was there, but when Luck was there, and then when he died, and then uh, Hasselbeck <laughs> was there. When he died. <laughs> Hasselbeck died, and then Orlovsky was there, and he died. Oh, and then Charlie Whitehurst was there, yeah. and he died. And then everybody died, <laughs> and then there was a chance I was going to play until um, old cousin Josh Freeman saved the day. So if you had actually – let's say you had had to quarterback an entire series. Probably would have won, scored a touchdown at least. Really? Because yeah. you never scored an NFL touchdown. Troy Polamalu destroyed that. Troy Polamalu, Antonio Brown, who just got traded to the Raiders, tackled a tight end, so mm-hmm. I didn't get to throw a touchdown. Yep. I didn't score because of Troy Polamalu. Pittsburgh Steelers ruining my life two times, when now Matt, that I think about it. When Matt Prater threw that touchdown against the, the Packers, the, the, the NFL game that you comment, uh, commentated on for Fox, will that mm-hmm. be correct? Basically, yeah. your audition for Monday Night Football, which is fantastic. Oh, we didn't know about it at the time, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, we didn't know, and now we know, uh, yeah, which is very exciting. We don't know who that to be pretty big. It's something on social media. Um, was that? Were you jealous of Prater in that moment? No, no. What are you talking about? I was pumped because he lived the dream. I'm not a hater, bro. I'm not no, a hater. No, but there's I like no, to see other people succeed. There's no twinge of jealousy. No, nothing. No, I was excited, as mm. you could tell. I mean, I think that is. Could you imagine if I was up there like some announcers? I'm like. Ah, uh, Prater gets to throw an open touchdown. What an asshole. I, what a bad guy, gets to throw a tutter. <laughs> Could you imagine? That would have been awesome as well, me just being a hater ass. That and you just going off cursing on the entire broadcast. That I don't been curse. Last, that would have been your last NFL game. On By the way, Fox. we had to pull the watch along, Don, because oh, members, of, um, members of your team. I, I, I don't know exactly what you're talking about. Me neither. It's neither here nor there. I got my... I got to like, somebody shook their head at me today. Somebody gave me like a head shake. Shook their head at you? Yeah. I'm sorry about that, Pat. Me too. I shook my head yes to Kyler Murray today. We're just getting back on point because he was throwing Your dimes. transitions have been excellent through this entire thing. Oh, thank you. Really good. I know that you're a part of an orientation program where you'll be grading people. Mm-hmm. Do you want me to teach them how to do interviews or no? What would you teach them? Well, just like Oprah and uh, <laughs> Letterman and all Gale, the gr- like Gail King with R. Kelly, Gail King, all the grits. Just a conversation. How would just you? A conversation. How would you have handled the R. Kelly interview? Oh, I would. Can't top what Gail King did. She wasn't oh. scared. No fear. She said. Would you have been scared? Yes, a guy who's known to piss on little children. I would standing up like that with his crotch in my area. I would have been very scared. That, that's not what I was saying. I mean, like he was very emotional. He was all over the map. He got very. That's what you're looking for. Though. I think in interviews you're looking for them. Like when Michael <clears throat> Irvin, not that he's anywhere near our that like R. Kelly's a terrible person. Michael Irvin though on Get Up or First Take mm. in Dallas when he was yelling and sweating, sweating. That's sweating. what I'm looking for. Like Shaq at the free throw line. Yeah, when Cuzzy flipped Jim Rome's table. 
Because he caught him. Oh, oh man. right. That's um, what you're, you're looking for. Those moments. Those moments are incredible. John Daly played <laughs> golf during an entire interview with us. Love that thing. Like I, I just love that moment. I don't love R. Kelly losing his mind there. I don't know what I would do, but that moment is a big right. Um, Michael Irvin lost his mind, and awesome. I think Stephen A. Smith was just sitting back and being like, "Well, I guess my job is done. I've created one of the single greatest broadcasting clips ever." It was just incredible. By, just by hating on the Cowboys so much, it just upset Michael Irvin. Stephen's had point. a tough couple months, man. He just said that the other day. He said the what punter for the Redskins played quarterback this year. Tress Way. He said Tress Way. Blah blah blah. Like that's the punter. There's a lot of instances where I've seen clips where he is off by a couple of years at different positions. Is yeah. like referencing fullbacks from years yeah. ago Tough. and tight ends that don't even play in the league anymore. Tough. And I think there's certain days they have them on so many different shows. But you have to appreciate the fact that he's rolling with it, feeling it, vibing it, making, and just going with money, it. And just making it up. Yeah. I mean, who's going to make money next year? Who's going to be a top 10 pick? Top 10 pick. Like a surprise top ten? Yeah, there we go. Surprise top. Any movement? You think there's going to be any moves made by any teams? I mean, it feels like this free agency frenzy has been at an all-time high. I don't think I've seen anything like what has been happening here. I assume the draft is going to carry the the same type of flow. Yeah, I think because the defensive crop is so good, it's going to be a lot of defensive guys that go at the top of the draft. I think you'll see Haskins and Murray, the big you know celebrity picks and everything like that, will be early. I'm sure DK Metcalf mm. gets into the top ten. I don't know. Tom Brady three cone drill is going to be tough. What about the, his three cone wasn't good? It was slower than Tom Brady's. Really? I didn't. Oh, I missed that. I saw all we, his, we his always, freakish picture and then all the other things. I think him. unless it was a completely made up photo on the internet that was that looked very legit. Mm-hmm. I believe his three cone drill was slower than Tom Brady's, and we've all seen Tom Brady's forty. And if that same guy that ran that forty is running a faster three cone mm-hmm. drill than you, I think that's a tough spot. There was one guy. What was it? Um, uh, Sweat from Mississippi State, mm. who is Sweats, 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 with an S at the end. I think, or maybe a Z. D end. A D a D line, something like that. But he yeah. was like six eight to ninety, and he ran a four four. Yeah, yeah, those types of freaks right there weren't around back in the day. Whenever no. people talk about the game getting soft and changing, yeah. Well, you gotta you gotta adapt to guys that are well, six eight two ninety running four fours. Here's the thing that's changing, right? That's a minivan, bro. It is a minivan because of the talent of guys like Aaron Donald. How's it going, brother? <laughs> Tino Sabatelli. He used to play for the or, Buccaneers. I know that. And the uh, and the Browns and the Chiefs. Oregon State Beaver. Very attractive. Hasn't found his way here at NXT. Maybe that'll happen. A couple injuries. couple injuries? Yeah, things happen. He's ripped up, though. Very attractive. He's in fantastic shape. Mm-hmm. His muscles have muscles. Yeah. Oh, that's a good line. <laughs> I like the muscles have muscles. Can I ask you a question? Can I get a, 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 I need a sleeveless hoodie, but like, Cuzzy, that's your... Western Pennsylvania thing and all that. I'm Eastern Pennsylvania. So no, no, I, I don't. I'm a unifier. I think we're unifier. I think we are for well, both sides of. What was the video I sent you from the stadium series? Or the the kids, the kids. <laughs> they, you're a big hockey fan. The Flyers, uh, I, sort of, yeah. The Flyers pulled out and completely Houdini when our goalie got drunk for the last minute and a half <laughs> of the Flyers Penn Stadium Series game in Philadelphia. Yep. And the music of choice was. Oh God, I missed it. Oh, uh, it was some country band, right? Uh, or Keith no, Urban. Uh, Keith Urban. Keith Urban was uh, the, music the Australian of guy. Yeah, he's Australian. One year after Train was the music of choice, the <laughs> NHL really hits home runs, and Tom Phillips sends me a video which he used his SeatGeek plug to get the tickets to. He went to the stadium series. Sends me a video is 
there was little kids playing hockey on the other side of the arena, mm-hmm. and everybody in the stadium was looking at the kids playing. Very hockey. engaged in the kids. So yeah. Keith Urban's having a sing along. Hey, okay, mm-hmm. I'm from Australia, singing country, you're singing along, eh? <laughs> And everybody's like, go to hell. There's a little Philadelphia kid down here mm-hmm. about the triple deco glove side, like on the cat, like it's Mighty Ducks. Now, what did I say in the video, though? I don't remember. The little cousins are playing. Oh. The little cousins. Hey, it's in yeah. your rotation. See, well, I'm trying to. Eastern Pennsylvania. For the brand. Yeah. Well, as you Western said, Pennsylvania. unifying. We're unifying. We come together, but then we win. The Cuzzy Sleeve of Sooty is currently sold out, I believe. That's good. That's a good problem to have. Not really, though. Hey, we should we should attempt to sell more of them, I think, because the yeah. world needs to wear them, because Sleeve of Sooty is the greatest piece of merch on earth. Do you not get cold? No. Really? Like, you're in the jorts. I've seen you. Where, where did I just see you this past week? We were in Cleveland. It was very cold out. Granted, you had long sleeves on. Not a sle- you had a sleeveless hoodie, but then you had something over top of it, like a Every shawl. once in a while, I'll go with a jacket. I got an I get mm-hmm. influenced by an influencer, so I'm an influencee to buy a jacket on Instagram, and I did it. It's got a big hood on it, so, but it's got sleeves that come up to like it's a three quarter, but it's supposed to be a full length sleeve. It's just so cheaply made, but I'll wear that every once in a while to keep the top of the arms warm. Is this influencer your fiance? She should be an influencer, though. Does she buy your stuff for you? No, no, no. You need to start letting her do that. What are you talking about? When I when I let my wife like she just started buying me stuff. Did she stuff. dress this? You she right started here? buying me stuff and everything. Did she dress this right here? Well, I put the. Well, well I'm just on the tell road, me so if I she bought this. The, uh, she I, I bought this. I bought this. It works for you. Thank you very much. I got married in this suit actually. It yeah. works for you. You Thank look you. good. Thank you very much. If I wore that, I'd fucking hate myself. But there's a there's a luxury that comes with because the the ladies have a better eye for fashion. And they can put you in. What, what you, that is very sexist to you. How is that sexist? You don't think I just have an my incredible wife, eye for fashion? What was that? You just say you gave me a what, look from my you, <laughs> from my toes all the way up to my head. What are you What are you wearing right now? Unbelievable! Get yelled at by everybody. He has to yeah. go produce our announcers for an NXT show. You're taking a valuable time. Michael with this Cole. Business. He wanted to call. This is this is yeah. the lowest basement. Garbage that I've ever seen in my life. You have two microphones without without even a, a flag on them. Yeah. Whatever this thing is. This one's chipped a little bit. This yeah. is like the most ridiculous. <laughs> how much money am I paying you? Seriously. How much money did you sign a contract for a lucrative amount of money and you're using this garbage? Stop. And I don't get it. Answer the question. Pat. And the other thing is, you <laughs> allowed the one of my guys to drop the yeah. f bomb. No, 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 no! I allowed that to happen. I did not. Lucky he didn't get suspended. I would like, I would like to appeal that last comment. Everything else very valid and true. <laughs> that last comment, though, I, I don't know if that's on me. I don't. Why did you call me today? Well, we were uh, in a building that you were in. I was going to come over and say Why hello. Come over. Uh, we were told not to. Huh. Who, who told you not to? Uh, it, it was kind of like uh, they're busy recording over there type thing. It wasn't yeah, like a... You could always break us in, but I couldn't yeah. call you back because we were in the middle of doing this, this animated thing today. So I, when you called, I couldn't take the call, and then I was just done at that point. I forgot to call you back. What are you doing? What we are you doing? We you need to go produce a show. Draft this is embarrassing. Okay, I'm sorry. I didn't yeah. interrupt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You didn't no, no, mean well, to we gotta go. You're getting very great. Really? You're 29 years old. Do you realize how on the much side? you have in your hair? Yeah, it's a lot. You're 29. Yeah, it's not good. It's it's, it's coming in in the beard and everything. Well, yeah. And the Jets got Le'Veon. They did. That's huge for you, right? Oh my God. Uh, do you think Le'Veon Bell is going to make the Jets a contender in the uh, division? No, they're still going to suck. Good. <laughs> might win six games. That'll be good, though. Sam Same. Darnold versus everybody else. Right, I got I to go. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Incredible popping. Yeah. Incredible so, popping so, by Michael Cole. 
So Pat, I, so Pat, I yeah, do, yeah. I do okay. have to go do the show. Residents in. Uh, have you turned any, any any concur expenses yet? No. You can record all this. I don't. Sue got me a car for this one, so I just took this one. We're gonna tell her next time. No, no I'm just curious because I want to see the. I want to see. I, I'm very curious to see what expenses are gonna be turned in. Oh, I can't wait. Cole, basically, we paid for Pat McAfee to go to Disney World. No, oh, that's yeah, that's not yeah. accurate. Uh, you said the young lady that was sitting next to Foxy. That's uh, my fiance's friend. Oh. Yeah. How'd that go? <laughs> good. I just met her yesterday. I know, but how did it go? Good. It was good. Did you, you, did, you get a base yeah. hit? You get a potential yeah. walk? Cole, yeah. We're on one and, and a half, one and a half hours of sleep, yeah. and we're, this is a work trip. All right, my mind's uh, my mind's up. You're, you're dialed in. Wait a minute. Yeah. He's this guy's complaining about sleep. It's a work trip. <laughs> this guy's complaining trip. about sleep. How much sleep did you get last night, Cole? Last night I literally got about three hours. There you go. That's what we're talking about. There you go. Yeah. Uh, Foxy and, and I. Way, you guys were partying in Pittsburgh after the show while we were all driving four hours to Dayton. No, we were recording a podcast for our people. I bet that was really it was yeah, a I'm terrible show. It was a terrible. I'm winding down because we've got to go do the show. Have fun. Hey, finish your, your thing. I didn't yeah. interrupt. Hi, guys. Are you staying for the show tonight? Yes. Right. Yeah. Why don't you guys ever stay at the airport high so we can like have a beer and stuff after the show? But it's a valid question. You should do that. Anyway. Yeah. Bye, guys. I'll be there in a sec, Cole. You got yeah. it. Thank you. Well, we've had some I think real this is over. We've had some real good guest pop-ins. We, uh, we've got Triple H. Michael Cole. Michael Tom Cole. Phillips. Uh, and I was also here, and then and you were here. You're the star. This hmm. has been fun. I, I like the three things about the NFL draft we talked about in a half an hour. You did a great job. I think Thank I think you. being a draft expert is really your next big thing. Why don't you do this? What's your uh, social media? My social at Tom Phillips WWE on Twitter. Okay, this is what you do on the Twitter. Okay. We, as a group that's listening to this mm-hmm. and in this now, mm-hmm. would like you to put out a tweet mm-hmm. predicting. Just your top five. Just your top five. It's all you got to do. Another one, Pelagato. Brian Pelagato, who if you want to work at WWE is who you email. Email Brian Pelagato. Don't do that, he said. Don't do that. (laughs) What we would like you to do is put out a tweet with your top ten. Okay. If you get... My big board. Your big board. Your top ten big board. On that tweet, we will screenshot it and hold you accountable. Mm -hmm. And if you get more than... 6.5 6.5 correct. Okay, that's a D in most places. Yep. That's I w- an A plus at West Virginia. I w- <laughs> Oh, it's a layup. DJ Shane. Oh, it's a layup. You look incredible. Shane Thorne. Shane Thorne. Australian. Two chain thing. Star. Shane. Yeah. Two chain. No chain no Shane. No chains. Ah. Oh. Two waters. Yeah, three. In a Red Bull. In a Red Bull. No yeah. Sugar, no sugar shame. No free ads either. You'll drink anything that gets you jacked up. Yeah. Yeah, you will. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, of course you will. Hey, you got a lot of grays in your hair. Hey. No, right. yeah, hey. That's it. Two All people. Right. All right. I'm going to diet. I'm going to start dying. I'm going to talk to Bobby Fish. He's going to help me out. I cut my own hair. That, I cut the grays out. He's literally wearing a shirt of a barber. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Saying he cuts his own hair. <laughs> Come on, hair. No free ads. No free ads. And Red Nine Bull. Red there Bull. you go. Now we're talking. <laughs> All right, ready? Um, so, Tom, this is what I would uh, like mm-hmm. you to do. Since you talk about accountability. Mm-hmm. 
accountability. Mm-hmm. By the way, that's Western Pennsylvania. There you go. We speak proper. Gins speak proper. Yeah. Yeah, you got it down there. You got it all the way down there. So do you want me to do the top ten? Top ten. Pick the top ten draft picks or the best ten players? No, no, I don't give a damn about the best ten players. I want to know you who want the ten richest are going to be. If there's a trade that you think is going to happen, put it in there. Oh, if you get okay. ten correct, or if you get six. Six and a half is what you said. Six and a half is the over-under. Okay. If you get seven correct team player. Right. Out of ten, which mm-hmm. I think would be astronomically high, right? I'll donate five thousand dollars to a charity of your choice. It's very sweet of you. Very Under nice. you donate ten thousand dollars to the Pat McAfee. Well, hold on a second. Happy we figured that out, no. ladies and gentlemen. Tom <laughs> Phillips, wait, wait, hold WWE, hold him. That's account. not binding. That is not binding. Yeah, it's on air. I, I, I'm not going to give you ten thousand dollars. Well, it's not me. It's foundations for the kids, children, of the military. Thanks for agreeing to that, Tom Phillips. No, nope. ten grand if it's six or less, seven stop. or more. I'll give five grand to Tom. That is not in Phillips. Concrete. Charity of choice. That's an incredible agreement we just made. It's for the kids. Also, you can get a spot in our first ever birthday charity golf tournament happening on May 2nd, 2019. $1,000 a team for four players. Winning team gets $4,000 and a championship belt. Sponsor hole for five grand. And that's all we got. Have a great day. Thank you so much for listening to the Pat McAfee Show. Huge thanks to Tom Phillips, the voice of SmackDown, and maybe budding draft analyst first four letters of that pretty accurate as well and I'm also probably going to be out $10,000 thanks to you it's not out it's four I'm four out without four I'm going to go do NXT now have a good one you got yelled at by a couple different people about the gray hairs and potentially going to work but I appreciate you coming I think you look fantastic there's only a few gray hairs yep hashtag endgame hashtag endgame I'd like you to send a photo of or a gif of what you think my reaction was when Triple H ran up behind me, scared the shit out of me with his coffee in his hand, and then left. Have an incredible weekend. Heartland Radio 2.0 is back tomorrow with Friday Bangers. I'll be there. Fox will be there. We're flying back to Indy today. You're the absolute greatest. Cheers. Ty Schmidt. Hit the motherfucking music. Time to play the game. Time to play the game! <laughs> <laughs> it's all about the game, and how you play it all about control. And if you can take it, all about your death. And if you can play it, it's all about pain. And who's gonna make it? I am the game, you don't wanna play me I am control, no way you can shake me I am heavy debt, no way you can pay me I am the pain, and I know you can't take me Look over your shoulder, ready to run Like a Cleveland bitch from a smoking gun I am the game, and I may lose So move on out, you can die like a fool Try to figure out what my mood's gonna be Come on over, sucker, why don't you ask me? Don't you forget there's a price you can pay Cause I am the game and I want to play